Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Then it's something that's good for me. Hit those notes, fellas. I mean, I try. Because I ain't got it. If, <laughs> you can't. Do you, sing, do you sing regardless, though? Like, at, like <laughs> when I mean sing, I've always wondered if people who can't sing, like, when they're by themselves, still really try. I don't really oh. try. I mean, I used to when I was young, but not anymore. <laughs> what you about know? you, Chantal? Oh, I still try. <laughs> you, still, you still try to hit oh, the yeah. notes? <laughs> I, still, I still try. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are probably wondering what voice that is. Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. Mom, Should we just mom. run the intro off top? Wow. Yeah! Wasting yeah. time. 45 yeah. seconds in. Oh, that's wow. record time. Wow. Record time for the intro. Make sure you guys, if you're at work, giving your local employee the finger. Talk about your boss behind your back. Do all the good stuff. We are joined by Canada's dating coach, Chantal Hyde. Or is it Heed? I don't want to pronounce your last Hyde. name. Hyde. Hyde. Chantal Hyde. We I, I ran into this lady on TikTok and your favorite app my favorite now. app the greatest app now. in the world <laughs> <laughs> and I just love like I tell you guys I just love how much you can learn on TikTok right and especially what the best part about TikTok is when you look up to certain people's opinions on the app and then they say something that is like your core philosophy. You feel like a very you feel smarter and more emotionally intelligent, and that's what this this is, this. Uh, are you a doctor? What do we call uh, relationship coaches? Relationship coaches. I'm a life coach. Life coach. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a life coach, and I niche in dating and relationships. Ah, there it is. Mm. Gotcha. And mm. she gave okay. us a, a a sermon, a sermon of sorts about texting and how if. If I'm on social media and I'm not texting you back, okay. that should not be a point of contention. We yes. should not argue about this, yes. which has been like one of the longest debates on social media aside from splitting the bill. My sister pulled that on me the other day. Uh-oh. She was like, I called you. And I was like, okay. And she was like, I saw you posting on your Insta stories. I saw you leaving comments on people's pages. But you ain't call me back. She even saw the comments? Yeah. You know she how, followed some of my friends. So. No, nah, but you got to look at the time and cross-reference. <laughs> she <laughs> did. She was like, I saw you and you ain't call me back. And I was like, girl... Like, you called me when I was sleeping. Like, you know, I don't really pay attention when you sleep, you know? Yeah, you so just, that's something that goes past relationships. It's not even just, like, a relationship thing. That's your sister who's mm -hmm. doing that. That's just a social media thing, I guess. How much has social media affected relationships, in your opinion? I think it was... I, I think a lot of things were easier before social media, to be honest. Um, just because it, it just... it facilitates things and that's great but it facilitates things and that's bad yeah yes. yeah double-edged sword for <laughs> sure definitely and that's the thing like i remember talking to norm about this early early on internet days especially when meme culture started right. like gaining traction 
there are certain things that I'd see that I would be like, oh, wow, I do that. And didn't know that it was like a thing. So, for example, I always use this example. This girl is sitting on their phone and she, the guy's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm about to shower. And he goes, without me. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's me. And I'm seeing women just going off like, oh, I hate this. Oh, every guy thinks they're so funny when they. And I was just like, wow, that's, that's you. That's me. But so then, it's when you guys aren't in the same room. Yeah, yeah, okay. like essentially. Like yeah. a text. <laughs> exactly. Okay, got it, yeah. got it. Like when you're, when you're just talking to somebody and they're just like, oh, without me? What you, why you oh, want? so like yeah. all the people in my DMs now saying, do you want to go for Chinese food? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly that, yes. By the way, they nasty for that, okay? <laughs> y'all, y'all, you guys who are listening and who have been in my DMs asking me if I want to go for Chinese food, y'all nasty. You guys like being disrespected. <laughs> So she's, she's so clueless on what's so going confused. on. So last week, uh, Alicia shared with us a story about a young man that tried to, was, uh, was trying to have sex with her. And she didn't want to have sex, but she was like, okay, I'll just get my pussy eaten. That's, yes. that's no big deal. I'm okay with cunnilingus. I'm, I'm good said. with some cunnilingi. And um, <laughs> then once he got there and he was eating her out, he obviously asked for more than that. She said no. He was kind of disappointed, but went back to eating his meal as he <laughs> should. And then she fell asleep. Finish your food. There are there are people starving. But then she fell asleep mid act. Yeah, and she fell asleep. And hey, girl, <laughs> listen. So there's a whole lot of honey in my system, plus that MSG from the Chinese food. <laughs> it was destined for me to be knocked out. Henny itis, oh. henny itis. Yeah, the Could you fathom pulling something like that off? So listen, not on my man because he knows what he's doing. Okay. Oh, so, hey, hold on. Listen, he was not doing the job. If you fell asleep, he just was not doing the job. Definitely. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was already done before. Like he could have stopped a long time ago, but he continued. So you know, I was just like, all right, we still here. Did you encourage him at least? Like, yay! Like, go team! Like, not really. It's just I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> oh. Stop when you want to stop. Man. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I thought. So, and the thing is about that, it's not like guys, right? Right? Where for a guy, if a girl's not kind of doing what you want her to do, you can kind of guide her <laughs> because it's just a simple motion thing. With them, it's intricate. Like you got to get into their <laughs> brain. You got to warm them up. There's a whole step and method to it. So you're saying that social media has made relationships in a way worse, right? What is the number one thing that couples come to you today about? Um, insecurity. Okay. Right. Insecurity leading to fights, basically. Um, and the thing is, here's the thing, you guys, like we're getting into relationships with strangers or playing the hoping game. I'm going to kiss this person, hope they're the person I'm looking for. And then comes all the insecurity because they got into a relationship with someone they didn't know. Mm. So, you know, now the red flags are popping up. Like he's like in common, you know, the girl's pose. Um, you know, he's still talking to his ex. He keeps ego strokes around. Um, and then it's like, how do I deal with this? Well, my love, like boot the motherfucker out of your life and get to know the first one before you choose him for a relationship. Facts. Big. Mm. Wow. Gems off top. Gems <laughs> off top. <laughs> Waste so, no time. In your opinion, there's no time on time frame on when you should decide we are together now. But there sh what is what is the indication that you are ready to move to that next step? Uh, let me rewind. There is a time frame. Okay. 
no kissing for three months. Ooh. We're not we're not committed till oh, I wow. know you for at least three months. <laughs> I'm not going to kiss you. I'm not going to have sex with you for at least three months. And there's no commitment before that point. So if you're going to be insecure on me, I'm going to find out. If you're going to be liking other girls' posts and chasing other girls and keeping ego strokes around, I'm going to find out. If I'm a secret, I'm going to find out. Mm. So, and by the way, I'm not just checking you out. My options are open. So somebody else says, can I take you for coffee? I'm going to say yes, because I don't know you long enough yet to commit to you. Mm. Okay. That sounds like a very healthy dating. It sounds like the way you should be doing it. Me personally, I like to find out what that thing do first week. (laughs) Let me a little sample right quick. I I like going to Costco for them samples. You know what I mean? Of course you do. Yeah. Mother Nature gave you a 24-7 fertility cycle. Indeed. Of course you do. You're defined. I eat a lot of sea moss. <laughs> that does not help. Well, and that helps with the energy. <laughs> definitely, definitely. You telling me? Hey. <laughs> you telling me? You said uh, ego strokes uh, multiple times in, in, in your sentences there. Now, like ego strokes are obviously a bad thing, or is there is there such thing as positive ego strokes? Because sometimes, mm. you know. Men right. and women need to feel the need to stroke their ego within a relationship. So how do you feed that ego without, without infringing on the relationship uh, foundations and whatnot? I tell my man how amazing he is every single day. Mm-hmm. So I'm his ego stroke. I'm his, the ego stroke. So he gets the ego stroke from his woman Mm-hmm. Seeing him as a man who works hard, as a man who contributes, as a man who has honor, as a man who has integrity. I say, you're the best husband in the world. Baby, you're so good to me. Baby, you're so awesome. Every time we have sex, I say, baby, thank you. So mm. he gets his ego stroke from this. He gets his ego stroke from working hard, <laughs> having a successful business, being a good man, taking care of his family. That's where a man gets his ego strokes. Girls, we got our hype. We got the girls around us. I got my girls. They say, no, you're not wearing the flat shoes. You're wearing the high heels. Put on this dress and we're going out. So our ego strokes are our girls. Men's ego strokes are the women that they choose, the way they raise their family, the way they run their business. Further proof that men are trash. Let's hear it. Come okay. on. Okay, I'm gonna. Can I be straight <laughs> up? The weakest link. No, that is that <laughs> is literally showing that because if if you're saying that, then it's completely a fact, which I've never really taken in that the woman's ego stroke is other woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's never. There's no value in a man telling you because first of all, we gonna say whatever we want to get what we want, <laughs> and second, you never know what the intentions are with men on a yeah. on a major scale like if we obviously there are some of us that move differently but we are in the minority yeah. <laughs> so they're going with the numbers if mm-hmm. if we can't provide anything of substance on a daily basis then their ego stroke is not coming from us at all which right. i think right. a lot of men are mistaken and think that i think that they think being in a relationship, I think certain things like paying the bill, um, holding a door, any little thing that a man is doing is the ego stroke for the woman. When you're saying that it's really just the, your girls in that empowerment that will help you. We definitely look for men to be good men, right? Like, I love the fact that I chose myself a good man. That looks good on me. 
look at the man that I got. Look how smart I am, right? By choosing a good man, somebody who has integrity, somebody who's devoted, somebody who's hardworking, somebody who makes me laugh more than anybody else. By choosing that man, that's like, look at me. And I love how he treats me. I don't need an ego stroke from him. I want his love, devotion, and support. Mm. But the hype comes from my girls. That's amazing. That's now, amazing. what if you don't have them girls to, to have mm. that ego stroke? Yeah. What if you're one of those but girls that, that, that I only don't got like girls? I don't have yeah. <laughs> you know, girls that only have homeboys. I always said that that's a red a flag. Problem. Like, I always said that that's a red flag. And the, that those women are clearly getting their ego stroke from men, which is a faulty scale. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't believe men. Like, none of these niggas is really going to hype me up for real. Like, I see them commenting or DMing me and stuff like that, and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it just it doesn't phase me. It doesn't get me super hyped. But if there was a woman that, like, came to me and was like, oh, my gosh, you inspire me so much, like, okay, now I'm on my shit, and that makes me feel a lot better. All right, let me ask you this. Are there any men you look up to in your field? Um... Yeah, I mean, when I was on radio, yeah, sure. So would those be the only men that could possibly stroke your ego? Someone in your field, like work when it comes to work stuff or like, I guess, if you're career driven? Um, It really depends because I've seen so many like shady um, program directors who yeah. are in position of power that think that they can gas me and you know try to manipulate me and then I'm gonna do whatever for them to get that mm. position and stuff like that mm. so it's really got to be somebody that I've built a relationship with and I've I know actually respect me and they treat me like you know more than a friend like treat me like family right and then when they say that they're proud of me or they I it did a great something. job or something like that then it means something yeah. to me but I just know there's so many people who will, you know, try to gas you up just so, you know. They can take advantage later on. Absolutely. Yeah. No, definitely. That reminds me of Jesse Reyes's video. Um, uh, the Gatekeepers? The Gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. Yes. And where she's talking about someone she looked up to in the music industry mm -hmm. that basically took advantage of her, her trust. And so even in the career, like I tried to find somewhere for us to get a point. And even in the career field, they can't even... Mm -mm. Damn, damn. That's the men are trash. <laughs> <laughs> the men are trash. <laughs> we got to find a way to get that on a shirt. Yes. <laughs> do they, is there shirts that make noise? <laughs> like a pop up shirt? Now you just got to do the asterisks with the clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so do you find, I've always wanted to ask someone in your position this, do you find added pressure in your own relationship? Because I feel like, especially when. Mm, for things yeah. like therapists, for example, I think most people think that all therapists have a great life. Our mental fortitude is strong, emotionally intelligent, and they know how to handle every situation when they're human being just like the rest of us. Things get to them and things happen. Same thing with a life coach. I feel like there might be an added expectation on you <laughs> and mm -hmm. you are chicken patching through the pressure. I like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not teaching anything I haven't first learned. True. I'm see there. There are people who went to school, got a piece of paper and said, okay, so this, this is what my book says you need to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so their, their textbook teaching how people are supposed to heal instead of being healed people, teaching people how to heal. Mm. 
I'm not textbook teaching. I'm a healed person teaching people how to heal. Oh, mm. I like that. My number one relationship role is not fair to ask for anything you're not willing to do first. True. I'm not asking anybody to do anything I haven't done myself. I'm not asking them to calm their shit without having calmed my shit. I'm not Ooh. asking them to find the right partner without having found the right, the right partner. I'm not asking them to have a fight-free relationship without having a fight-free relationship. Mm. God damn. <laughs> practice. But that makes sense. Like you practice really, you gotta, you yeah, I was gonna say, practice what you preach. Practice like, I think that's what the worst, I think that's the worst thing too across the board is when people continually give you advice, but like, they're just not, doing it and like you know so all you kind of look at them like <laughs> that's all of what twitter. are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's all of twitter right there it's mm-hmm. like and myself we all i think we all do it at some point like i will say sometimes i'll say things and immediately after giving the person the advice be like i should probably, dang i should listen to myself probably, look how good i am <laughs> look how smart i am with for, for other people <laughs> it's kind of hard to see your own like faults and hold yourself accountable at times especially when you really don't want to you know what i mean so especially when nobody else knows <laughs> that's the thing when nobody else is there and that's why sometimes i like if i'm gonna do a project or if i'm gonna do something i'll tell my girl or i'll tell somebody mm-hmm. so that now i know it's out there and i have to do it yeah <laughs> you know what i mean i can't just be like yeah i'm gonna do this thing and blah blah because if I just keep it to myself and procrastinate, I might just be that for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, have you ever heard of Kevin Samuels? <laughs> oh, like I can't. It, it, okay, so the name keeps coming at me. Um, <laughs> I've I've lightly looked at him. I watched like a couple TikToks. Um, have I studied him? No. Okay. Okay. What What do you think he would rate you? We might need a sequel. <laughs> we might need a sequel after a study because he, I think he's in need of a deep dive. Like there's there's some from what you saw. What have you gathered? No man, I trust. No man. Um. Uh. I, I, I don't know, man. I just, <laughs> that you know, it all. Honestly, that's what I did when I saw those TikToks. I just kind of went, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's a lot to tackle at once. I understand for sure. It's layered with that guy. Supremely that- layered. I've, I'm just waiting for, could you just like, I think what would be amazing just content wise is you prank call him yourself and pretend to be single looking for a man and see what he has to and say. just see what he has to say and trump him it would go so viral <laughs> because there's been no woman that i've seen that has gone up there or men for that matter that have held their own against him and i don't they know if give he's, up i don't know if he's picking them like if he knows if he's like checking tweets to see <laughs> if they if they gave battle back with the battle of the wits but he needs someone to challenge him on his arguments because nobody i've seen yet has the know how the the past to even talk to him like in a civil way i think you should do it shots uh, we appoint you you yeah. gotta do it take down take down a You're dragon be on behalf of all of us lamb. we'll do a whole sting a kevin samuel sting we'll call it what you- i think the way getting sacrificed might be him i can stand my own Ooh, i'll need to see okay. it I mean, you gotta represent for Canada. That's, that's Canada versus the U.S. right there. You're our you're our representative, our chosen mm-hmm. champion. 
Do you have a lot of clients that deal with long distance relationships? Mm. I do. I do actually. Yeah. What's your number one piece of advice for them? Don't fight. Hey. (laughs) Don't fight. That's the worst. You can't can't hug. You can't hug. You can't come back together and hug after. And those hugs release oxytocin. That's the chemical that makes you feel warm and fuzzy. That's the bonding chemical. So you're you're gonna have a fight. You're gonna verbally get over it. But where does the bonding take place after the fight? Yeah, yeah. We're all in uh, fairly new dynamics of relationships. Um, I'm tomorrow morning actually gonna be moving in, getting a place with my girlfriend for the first time. Um, well, she's kind of been staying with me for months, anyways. <laughs> um, Alicia is dating someone in her own city for the first time. Yes, <laughs> like literally. The she's, first. A, she's a greyhound poppy over here. And I don't then, do greyhounds anymore. Okay, <laughs> I take flights. Mega bus mommy over here. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> and then Norm, uh, like he just asked, is in a, his first like really long distance relationship. Jumped into the LDR. Oh no! <laughs> what you calling it the LDR? <laughs> Filipinos call that in the film. Oh, LDR? Is that your LDR? So <laughs> how do you how do you even go about the not fighting long distance? Like, have you guys had like any arguments or any tips yet? Because you guys are still honeymoon. Uh, no, no, we did, and, and like, did you resolve it before coming off the phone? Yeah, I was like, no, let's deal with this right now. Like, Beautiful. let's let's. Let's run towards the storm because there's sunshine on the other side. Ooh, so let's okay. deal with this. All right. All so right. Michael Bolton. That is how he'd sing it too. Um, yeah. So we're all. Uh, for, do you have any advice for someone who's living with their girlfriend? What is like the number one problem on the first move in? Uh, like who's going to do what, right? Like that fight. Like I thought you were going to do this. I thought you were going to be responsible for this. So it's that balance of the two burdens, the financial burden and the physical burden. Mm. So have you guys figured out who's cleaning the dirty dishes? Uh, yes. <laughs> whoever doesn't cook, <laughs> whoever's not, yeah, whoever's not cooking is doing the dishes. True. Who has to wash the tub? I'd probably wash the tub. I'd probably volunteer. I like washing washrooms. I don't know what it is. I just know it's clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's comforting for me if I just do it myself. Yeah. So, like, little things, like, I think for my relationship, at least, like, those things, we literally talked about them before we even moved in. Mm-hmm. So, that's how I knew that we were, like, yeah. we were going to be fine. Those stuff are not, even the financials, we already handled all that. And so, yes. those things is going to be fine. It's the, arguing and you can't leave the space <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough part for me i don't like brooding in like negativity for too long mm. okay so let me give you a tip okay mm. so so you know when you have that that little flash point right yeah the, the contention comes up mm-hmm. and and so first thing you got to do when you realize it starts to get escalated separate Right. And like, take your space and just, just recognize it's getting escalated. Take your space, go think, what is my responsibility in this? What can I take responsibility for? Whatever it is, whatever it is, no matter how small it is, but find everything you need to take responsibility for, put yourself in your partner's shoes and go, what do they think I need to be sorry about? Mm -hmm. 
and and just recognize what you need to take responsibility for and create your apology, a three-part apology, I am sorry for, leave them speechless. If they can say, yeah, but you, because you left something out, you didn't do this hard enough. Mm. The second part, I realized that the emotional outcome it had on the other person, again, leave them speechless. Third part, this is my plan for not doing this again. If you leave them speechless with your three-part apology and you deliver that as a gift, a gift is given and then your hands are retracted because you're not waiting for something in return. This is my gift to you. I'm sorry. I take responsibility for my behavior. I see how this affected you. I'm going to make sure I don't do this again. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do when you do that? It's a fact. Mm -hmm. It's better than flowers. I mean, that's how it's usually, that's how it usually works out for for me (laughs) in my relationship at least if we have a little tussle or debate about something, then it's usually that little time after it where it's like, all right, let me, let me look at it again. <laughs> and you start going and cycling through what you need to cycle through. And then it's always that conversation afterwards. So it's like, I, how do you, for me, it's like, when is, when is calling timeout not disrespectful? Because to some people, Walking away from an argument that's in process is that's a violation. Yeah, yeah it's disrespectful. Like pe- some people want to hash it out and it. finish it right then and there. I I used to not be able to walk away or like, well, in that case, because most of my arguments were via a FaceTime or something like that. <laughs> um, I wasn't able to like you know stop there because of my anxiety. Mm. Because I'm always like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's have like solve it, whatever I need to, so that my anxiety can calm down, especially before bed. Cause then I'm going to bed and I'm up all night thinking about it. And mm-hmm. then I'm like in the morning worrying about it and going to work worried about it and yeah. stuff like that. So for me, like I was never able to just be like, all right, let's pause. Meanwhile, I had partners who were just like, no, I need time. Right. And so like, it was always so When was it? Like, do, do you know, like, was there a point before the yelling or before it got too heated where you guys called a timeout or was it like already in the thick of it? And how do you, how did they even go about that? Um, I think it's more like the guys will try to call a timeout when they don't want to be accountable for what mm. the problem is. Right. They need time to think about the excuse. There's not that many, <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I'm not, necessarily like the most angry person mm-hmm. um i cry that's mm-hmm. the type of person i am like a crier or whatever so i'll have some tears and stuff like that but i'm not gonna yell at you and throw things and yeah, whatever yeah. the case may be and if you do get me like that then like that's fucked up and i don't need to be in that situation <laughs> yeah. right um and so yeah like i i think that they just stop because they don't want to be accountable and they don't know what else to say or they just don't want to deal with it or whatever the case may be. So that's that makes sense. my thoughts. There's that. Um, you know, often too though, people are really busy thinking about how they're going to justify things. I, I need, I need to explain. I need my partner to understand why I did what I did mm-hmm. and not take it personally instead of, you know, understanding that this is kind of like an ego approach and it, it, it breaks the number one relationship rule, which is it's not fair to ask for anything you're not willing to do first. If you want to be understood, you have to show understanding. Mm. If 
you know, some people Ooh. are just thinking about how they're going to get their partner to apologize. Like you need to apologize. I'm going I'm to be mad until you do. Well, you got to give what you want first. Um, and, and two, we have to be careful about using our partners as anxiety reduction, right? Like if, like, it's not always about, um, wanting to come up with the excuse. Sometimes it's just understanding that the way this conversation is going right now, it's too heated. There's too much emotion. There's too much justification going on and it's not going anywhere conducive and we're just going to get angrier. And, and so it's time to, to think about this a little bit so that we can cool down because cooler heads do think better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cooler yeah. heads prevail. Cooler heads I prevail. understand that. Yeah. I, that's, and that's the thing that I'm, I'm tr- going to, I guess, try to practice <coughs> going forward. I mean, like I haven't, um, pardon? <laughs> meditation. No, no, no. Meditate. I do. I do do meditation and stuff like that now, but, um, I haven't gotten into an argument with a man in like years. No, not years, but like, <laughs> like since last year or whatever, yeah. right? So, and I mean, I guess in October, November is when I, I've had like my biggest growth and realization and stuff like that and how I've allowed others, like my anxiety and my relationships and stuff like that to um, hinder it and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm interested to see if the things that I've learned over the last six months, how they play out with my current relationship and hopefully i'm able to use these tactics that i've you know learned in a positive way and i don't you know use them him as a way for my like to lessen my anxiety like i need to do that myself or whatever the case may be i don't know if that makes sense but yeah (laughs) (laughs) what have you been meditating for um i started um i started when did i start i started in august so nice, it hasn't brilliant. been that long. Yeah. It's oh. good. This this is how you stop fighting, guys. Like my husband and I have fought for 10 years and then I started meditating. We haven't had a fight in five years. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all about the breathing. Because <laughs> <laughs> we talk about this a lot. Like when you, especially when you're in an argument, you're mm-hmm. not breathing. Like when you're mad, you're just yelling. You're not breathing. You're not in control of your you're breath. Ventilating, and now your head isn't getting the oxygen it needs, and it's getting more and more pent up. So it's like you need to be able to woo saw, like just you know what I mean. And yeah. yeah, for me, definitely, I I will never be able. It's very difficult for me in the situation to see it as a whole. It's always got to be. I step away from it to really analyze every part of it. What did I do here? What did I say here? How did I say it? How did she say it? Blah, blah, blah. And then when I do come to apologize, I just, I take the L on anything that, even things that I would want her to be accountable for, I'm not even going to bring it up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be like, I need you to apologize now because you did this and this and this. Nah, nah. I just apologize and say my part. And <laughs> if you want to apologize, then that's on you. You know, the other, d- the other day I got, I almost got angry at my girl, but I realized it was my ego being hurt. And like mm. in, in the process of being like, 
oh my god, you and me, I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> and I was like, Turned into uh, you need. <laughs> and in my anger, I was like, I apologize for being angry right now, but you're gonna have to deal with this angry man right now while he calms down and, and checks himself because it's his ego that got hurt and it's not your fault. I'm sorry, but ah, you were like, quick with that. I did. Yeah, it was at like a real 15. quick 180 turn before I was about to like go in. I was like, ah. Oh, my bad and she felt bad she was like oh let me better understand and i was just like no need to understand now you're making me feel worse (laughs) (laughs) i hate when they understand oh my god (laughs) one one thing that i've learned about myself and i'm actually very like proud of myself is that i'm super understanding Mm. right when situations go bad like i really if you talk to me about it i will figure out a way to understand where you're coming from. And like, especially now, like not judging people because people mess up, people do things, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, so I'm proud of myself that I can hear you out, understand you and not necessarily take offense to it anymore. Right. I've worked so hard on like not being offended by a lot of people because Mm. I've just realized that it really holds you back and it weighs you down and it makes you feel like ridiculous. And a lot of times it's not at you. Yeah. There's no like malicious intent at you. And sometimes you'll feel that way. And for me, I know it's an ego thing. Mm -hmm. If I feel like somebody did something wrong, it's not that they just did something wrong. They did something wrong to me. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like. I, that's and it's never really the case. I work on. And I think that like my biggest realization with that was when it comes to my father, just realizing that he's come from a past that I don't even know about. And unfortunately, those situations that he was raised in impacted the way that he raised me. Or, mm. Right. Yeah. And he I'm not justifying what he did as right because it wasn't right. It was it was wrong. Um, but what is it going to do for me to continue to hold on to it 30 more years? Like yeah. I'm just not going to be happy and it's going to continue mm. to impact my relationships, my um, like romantic relationships. And I'm not really here for that. So someone said being angry is, is like eating poison. It's only killing you. True. <laughs> But five years not fighting. Don't like. What do you say to the people that enjoy a good fight or a good squabble? You know, Neo makeup loves it when his girlfriend gets You haven't had makeup sex in yeah, five, five years. But if her regular sex is bomb, why does she need to have makeup? Because sex? she don't know about that extra <laughs> adrenaline that kick in when that's that. I'm sorry, penis is different. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's just a different. It's a different world. Oh man! No, you don't know what you don't know. Touche. Uh, my bad books. <laughs> uh, we should ask about that. How do you feel about? Okay, so in Toronto, in Black culture, we call. I guess it's sugar mamas or sugar daddies. We call them bops. Do you think that that relationship is okay to have? Or do you feel like there's a danger in that? So for somebody to have a sugar daddy or a sugar mama, whatever happens between consenting adults and they are happy is totally fine by me. Yes. Mm. True. If it works, it works. If it don't, then that's when you got to start asking the question. Exactly. <laughs> How do you make it work for a long time? <laughs> <Here's the thing>. <laughs> <laughs> Never sell your sanity. Touche. Ah, yep. That's true. my, ooh, that's like my mantra. Press, press the button. <laughs> oh, it's there it is. There it is. Yes. Gunshots. Not. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go I ahead. was going to say, what are some minor red flags 
so they might not be super in your face um, that you could try to be more aware of when you first starting start dating somebody. I love using the no kissing for three months dating rule because, you know, the, the first red flag is whether or not somebody actually wants to get to know you. And like a lot of, a lot of girls are like, how do I know if he's serious about starting a relationship? I'm like, honey bunny, use a no kissing for three months dating rule because the guys who aren't are the ones you're going to run away. So really like it, it, when you use that rule, you give yourself the ability to see the red flags because everybody's lips creates a chemical that doesn't do anything to them till it comes in contact with another set of lips. That combination is phenylethylamine. And I know I mispronounce it to the science nerds out there, <laughs> but seriously, I Googled the word and I played it and I don't like how they say it. So <laughs> really? do you think, do you think? So, so that chemical mm -hmm. is an aphrodisiac, which is why kissing precedes sex, but it's also an amphetamine, which is why kissing makes you go out of your mind. So if you kiss somebody before you know them, you miss the red flags. Mm. That's so, why I never made out with strangers. See, scam, <laughs> scam, artists, scam artists have been slipping. All they got to do is make out. And then that's they get why all they the information. That's how, <laughs> hey man, that's how those emails have been working for years. <laughs> Fly, flew out once, got the kiss, mm. and it was over. That's got why a they say man. seal it with a kiss. Hey, exactly. <laughs> yes. I love Ooh. me a good kiss. I love all me a good kiss, though. Say, Sorry, I said I love me a good kiss, though. Oh, we know. I oh, let me tell you, I love me a good kiss. <laughs> I think every well, no, not everyone does. Some people hate kissing. And yeah. I find that odd. Nah. <laughs> it's very I, odd. No, kissing is way more I, sacred than sex like, to me. Way more sacred. Yeah, Gina says she hates kissing. You hate Honestly, kissing, Gina? My, what? I have um, an ex-boyfriend that didn't like anything, like, affectionate. He hated kissing. He hated hugging. He hated cuddling. I was just like, this fucking sucks. Like, Jesus. I should have known from that point How that he wasn't dating? <laughs> How did you start dating a man that doesn't like cuddling? I don't he know. Also yeah, hated it was his long mother. No, but it was right. also oh, long, long distance, distance yeah, as well, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like you're not really around that person enough to know that they really. And then once I was out there for. He wanted you to quarantine. Extended weekends and like weeks and stuff like that. And it was just like. This sucks. Like, I could go home and sleep in my bed by it's myself. The same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to you on FaceTime is the exact same. That's crazy. I have a question. What are the yes. little things that you find people overlook that add up over the years in, in a relationship that, you know, lead to the demise of relationships? The tiny things that people just don't notice, you know, that, that, will, that just build up over time and, and fester into something yeah. else. So guys who lack chivalry and guys who are scorekeepers. So initially, the thing that they'll overlook is he doesn't open doors and he wants to pay 50-50. Mm. And that turns into a relationship where you're like, why doesn't he work harder to pull his weight? Why doesn't he work harder to be a contributor to the household? And that's because this is somebody who wants to do the minimum. Mm. I definitely was a scorekeeper. Mm. Oh, we really? Cause I'm petty. I'm ooh, I'm petty king. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like petty wop over here. Petty wop, <laughs> dog. I'm petty white. Um, <laughs> I listen. I I definitely was a scorekeeper, and more so for me, the thing was you. You can't be coming at me about something that I seen you do, noted, and was fine with. Like, I, like, it doesn't make sense to me that the, this is now a point of contention because you're okay to do it. 
So then I'd be like, I'd keep that score in my head and just be like, mm. yeah, next time. <laughs> like, okay, Petty Murphy. You know what here. I mean? So it's like, it was so stupid. And just like we were talking about being angry just mm-hmm. by yourself, how it just helps nothing. And it, it, yeah. it doesn't do anything to the other person. And that's what I kind of realized. I'm like, doing this is just, it's giving myself more misery for mm-hmm. no reason I, that I don't need to do. Mm-hmm. But that sounds like that was just, because you said chivalry. Is chivalry... A, a, unis, a unisex thing now? Like, can women be chivalrous also? I mean, I would think so. Yes, right? yeah. yes. But Obviously. like in her own way, right? Yeah. Like so chivalry for me is observing what my man needs and supplying it. Mm. Mm. So you're a love drug dealer. <laughs> you supply the chivalry. What you need? You cuddles. That love. <laughs> what you need? Cuddles. I got cuddles by thirty a gram. It, yeah, it just helps me understand that. When, when I, yeah, my brain thinks in street metaphor. So. We got him from a penitentiary. <laughs> Stop! No, no, I was in Penn State, not a state. Pen. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, so the degree wasn't a GED. Yeah. Oh my bad. Okay. I feel that though. I feel like I do things like I'll pick up on certain things that whoever likes, and I'll be like, okay, like let me do this for them because I know that um, it makes them happy or whatever, or yeah. you know, just random things too, um, like before. Uh, me and Goldie Cox go to bed. <laughs> Goldie Cox is her boyfriend. I'm here for it. I love it. <laughs> she, she, some, she found some that were too big, some that were too little, but this one, oh, he's sorry. just right. I got a Goldie Cox too. Hey. Hey. I love Goldie. Oh, <laughs> we got to put this on a shirt. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, like when I, when I go to bed, like he could be brushing his teeth or whatever. And I'll go and I'll, I'll make sure I get him like a glass of water and I'll put it beside his bed, like beside where he sleeps. And then he'll come back, like he'll go to lay down and he'll be like, oh my gosh, like he didn't realize that he needed it, but he needed it. Oh, you know what I mean? Those are the best. <laughs> when you don't know you need something, then somebody gives you something you don't know you need. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, oh, I needed that. I love that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware. Uh, there's a there's a certain rapper in the city. Uh, his name is Drake. <laughs> okay, now heard about him. now Drake. Yeah, you might maybe, have heard about maybe, him around maybe, the maybe. around the block. Uh, Drake uh, has been in the news today uh, for potentially and allegedly because we don't know the facts at all. I want a disclaimer that OVO, please do not find me. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> That's my dogs. Um, but allegedly, Drake has broke up a happy home of eight years. He came in like a wrecking ball. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Smash. Uh, now, what is your view on an eight-year engagement? Oh. I've seen a lot. Of, ooh, see, see, there it is. I've seen a lot of women, I, which I, comp- I want to start this off by saying I completely understand. Because yes. we had this okay. conversation ourselves and saying, what is our time limit? And I said three years is my max. Okay, so right? Dre, so this engagement between this couple that was We're together eight for eight years. years. It was an eight-year engagement. Yeah. yeah. She ended up having an affair with Drake, Drake, Drake allegedly. Flew, Drake flew out, allegedly flew out her and her fiancé. <laughs> he was she was there. supposed to work with him, like creating both music of, or something like that. Both of them, that. yeah. Yeah. Because they're both artists. Mm-hmm. And he allegedly flew both of them out. And did the deed. 
did and then they, we, you know, he, he tad out. And then a scenario was created for you to try and solve. <laughs> and then uh, his uh, the fiance actually wrote on Instagram just to confirm everything. He wrote a poem. Like saying, "Oh, I'm not with the eight years I thought oh, I was with. I'm not gonna, with the woman I thought I was with." If you're gonna read it, you got plus a piano song real quick. I I just <sighs> we we went out there, we flew out there together, and now I'm flying back alone. Trust is gone. The knives are in my back. <laughs> They're poking. You see him? It's like Stegosaurus. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, no, he definitely was. Um, Crying his heart out, which a lot of women online today seem to have been like, no, no, she's justified. Go ahead. Get that dick. It's Drake. And it was eight years, bitch. Do your thing. And I was just like, all right. Eight year engagement. Now, if let's just switch the roles around. <laughs> let's say, oh, I don't know. Nicki Minaj <laughs> flies out a, an engaged couple. Mm-hmm. And homeboy has sex with Nicki Minaj after eight years engagement. He's in the wrong. Yeah. Nicki Minaj is a monster. She says it herself. Because you remember what they did to Alicia Keys. (laughs) And they didn't even have all the facts. Alicia Keys didn't even take that man from his home. They were already done. And so we saw that from just a made-up scenario. But with this, they're saying that he, she was justified in doing this. Do you believe that she was justified? So when there's cheating in a relationship, the question is, why was the relationship susceptible? Mm, yes. Okay. So susceptibility is maybe you don't build each other up enough. Maybe, you know, maybe somebody is frustrated, like, hello. Okay. I'm happy that you put the ring on it, but where's the second ring? Um, Right. Like you did shit or get off the pot. We've been having this conversation for the last four years. You keep saying when I'm ready, when I'm ready, when I'm ready. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm starting to lose faith in you. I'm not Mm -hmm. trusting your word anymore. I'm wondering, do you actually want to marry me? Right. So Mm -hmm. we got to ask ourselves, where did the susceptibility come in? Mm -hmm. Where did it stem from? And now what? So I feel like that's why a lot of women are like, she's not in the wrong because. Like, if I was engaged for that long, I'd be like, all right, what the hell is going on? See, now? but if I you were feeling on that only because I'm not saying that, no, she is wrong for cheating yeah. because you cheated, period. But I see why women are more like, oh, well, it's been eight well, years. Well, this is the like, thing. He was in it for eight years, too. So, so it's like, it's it, for some people of all, that don't want that commitment. Like, they don't want to some women as well. And who some women say as well. That it wasn't her. Exactly. It this is my point. We don't know that. But this is my point. We're assuming that it's just him who didn't want to get married, which, by the way, once an engagement is happening, who plans the wedding usually? Who's yeah, getting, who's getting nah, things in motion? No, nah, that's not fair. Yeah, it's just easy <laughs> yes. to show up. But that's, no, but but this is my point. Yeah. If for what from what I've seen at, at least, when wedding when the engagement happens, it's usually a woman that is proactive in getting things in motion. The guy is yeah. like, "All right, I'll sign off on whatever you need me to get." Blah 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 blah. Now, obviously, when we see a lot of elongated uh, engagements, it's mm-hmm. usually I will agree the men. Mm-hmm. Who's putting things off for whatever reason, usually. 
Now, we don't know <laughs> who put what off. If it, You know how much worse it will look if we find out she was the one constantly pushing back the marriage because her career oh, or whatever the then. case. <laughs> exactly. She but this devil. is my point. Everyone shot to the other side really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, it comes back to the question of susceptibility. Yeah. Why did she not want to marry him? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, again, like, like what? That's what we don't know. We don't know. We don't know yeah. what was yeah. going on. And that's because it, oh, it's ahead. also Drake. Let's not, let's <laughs> this, is my, this is my thing. I was when, like, when is it Drake? You're, really? You're in an eight year engagement that obviously mm. has some holes somewhere. Right, and how much of it is Drake's fault? Because Drake has the power. I've, Listen, how much as did he a push? Former sideman, Drake is an angel. He's got that's none of his business, as far as I'm concerned. But, but if you know you have holes in your relationship, what sane man is going to get on a plane and go with his wife to visit the most streamed artist in the 21st century? I'm man that didn't think she was gone. His know. name is Certified Loverboy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a heart on his, in his lineup. You knew he, what was going to happen when he got there. Drake has also a track record. We're not going to forget, like, yeah, he yeah. hasn't been subbing Kanye for months. On some, uh, I got a secret. Dolls are white. Oh, now, yeah, once they're fully divorced, he's going to let them people. I'm out. telling you, man. So, hey. like, it, it was very, just very interesting. I, I, li- I see a lot of justification when women are clearly in the wrong on social media. But I get that it's also jokes, and that's kind of how things go. Because I've seen women who are dead, dead wrong, and mm-hmm. girls go, well, he shouldn't have uh, breathed wrong. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know what to take for a joke and what pe- stances people are actually like willing to die on that hill with. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, when do you think a couple or person should come to you for your assistance? Uh, before it's dead, seriously. Like, like I, I just, if, if the relationship is a corpse, like it's just, we just can't. I'm not, mm. I'm not Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like before it gets bad, before Mm. there's so much hurt, because the more hurt there is, the more there is to undo, Mm. which means the longer it takes to get to that really good place again. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that um, people who are in healthy relationships should still seek advice? Knowledge is power. Mm. Right. So like when you say I'm in a healthy relationship, um, we don't fight. We make out every single day, several times a day. Hello. Hello. Rub it in Damn. our faces. <laughs> no, rub it in your own faces. <laughs> Corona. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, you know, so like we we give each other, like we give. Love is a verb, right? Mm. I, I take care of him. He takes care of me. There really is no no issue. I, he went out for coffee with an old high school friend. I did a TikTok about it. You should have seen the people blow up in my comments. You fucking her. I'm like, could I say that? By the way? <laughs> yeah, you say whatever you want. Oh, we could. You know, and, and I'm like, no. Did I have a knee jerk jealous reaction? Yes. Did I tell myself I know who I'm with? Yes. Did I tell myself I know who I am? Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. So we're, we're really good. Is there more for me to learn? I don't know. I'm not seeking it. I'm, I'm sitting pretty happy here. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it works, it works. We want to thank yeah. you. Don't fix it. So much for coming through Wait, and I sharing. Wait, I have one more question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I had go one more two questions. Right. Oh, 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 you want to go first? Rock paper scissors. Ladies first. How do you think? Wait, what was the question? Hold on, pull it up. Oh my! So goodness. I can get the exact thing. <laughs> um, it is how do you start the conversation to have a blended family with both parties, the baby moms and the wife. Um, I really think it's best for people, you know, first of all, you know, let's say she's dating him, like she's dating a single dad, right? Um, he, he, the, the new girlfriend should meet the kids before they kiss, right? If you're a single parent, somebody that you're considering, like spend a few, a couple, you know, no kissing for three months, right? Spend a couple months getting to know them. If you get to the point where you're seriously considering them for a relationship, get together with the kids without having a kiss happen. That way the kids are part of the vetting process. Make sure this person and the kids get along first before, you know, saying, Hey kids, here's somebody who's part of the family and uh, deal with it. Right. So make the kids part of the vetting process. Cause if they don't get along, they just don't kiss that person. Mm -hmm. Um, So at least now there's some kind of a, a footing in there where, you know, they met the kids, they get along. This is a great person. I've known them for a while. And so you're, you're not bringing a stranger to the baby mama and mm-hmm. going, Hey, I just met this stranger. We kissed on the fourth <laughs> date. Now my girlfriend, yeah. right? Yep. Everybody deal with this decision that I made. Mm. Mm. And I, one thing I've noticed that a lot of women love um, when it comes to those situations is the girlfriend voluntarily and taking initiative to do respectful things. So for example, I seen um a post of this girl, she basically she's dating the dad. It was mm-hmm. a, it was a single father. They started dating and she was at some event where the Oh, and she took the, and she took pictures and, and sent, sent it, it to, to the mom. Yeah. so that she could have the pictures just like without being asked to do so or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. I think little things like those women look at and go, "Okay, mm-hmm. she's respectful. There's nothing you can really say bad about that." You know what I mean? Like little things like those I think help that that mm-hmm. bond a lot more when it's like you know even though you're not a mother, yeah, what it would mean to me for certain things to be told to me, sent to me, or whatever. If you voluntarily do that, I think a lot of women will be like, I respect her. Mm. I think those, yeah. those things are Because key. you're showing respect for the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the family. The, these two people made children. That's a family. Yeah. You know, one of the TikToks that I made was uh, a girl who said, I've been dating this guy for four months. And there's a picture of him and his ex and the kids on the wall in the living room. I'm like, that's not a picture of his ex. That's a picture of the mother of his child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. No, I get that. And I think I get it because of like the horrible, uh, things you have to go through (laughs) situation that I was in. I've seen that. And then I've also been blessed with a mom who is so accepting of other men's children Mm. and like the love that she naturally shows and how she has tried her hardest to even like get along with um, the mother of the children and stuff like that. And so I've gotten both experiences. I've seen it firsthand from my mom and then I've seen it with my stepmother. You're right? a healed person teaching healing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hallelujah. Thank God you, for Norm? my therapist. Um, okay. <clears throat> Someone's in a rela- couple's in a relationship. They're together. Great relationship. 
unfortunate situation happens, a cheating situation involved, they break up. Years down the road, after multiple relationships, after multiple flings on both ends, they decide to come back together. Okay? Now, they're back together. How do you differentiate if that person came back because they genuinely missed and loved the person or if it was just because they went through all these options and were like, had this crazy process of elimination. It was like, oh, I could really only get, have this. I'm just going to, I hate to use the word settle, but mm. like mm. after having all these bad experiences, they conclude, okay, maybe this person's the best for me. Okay. Mm. But then now the is other- it settling or is it knowledge is power? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how, yeah, that's how I'm viewing it. Right. Too. Uh, and, and, also, let's say on, on the other end now, the person uh, th- that is feeling like, okay, you've had all this time to come to that conclusion that I am the one, um, does that other person also have the right to, to find out if that other person is the one and they got to wait till you figure it out? If they want to. Yeah. Um, you know, that no kissing for three months dating rule absolutely use it so that you, if you're looking for a relationship, by the way, if you just want to play, go play. I got nothing against play. Like I used to be a stripper. I went to swingers. I brought, hey! I brought both. Of these we getting all the I knew you had, stuff I now. I knew you had a little past. To the shadows. Okay. Next to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I had, reasons, I had more sums like, let's go. But, Facts. You know, I'm tame now because, you know, you I played formed. it all out. <laughs> I played it all out. <laughs> no, well, I mean, if, if you want to call my husband God. Hey, I knew that hey. was coming. <laughs> she found the right. Yeah, she found amazing. that Goldie Cox. Oh, <laughs> Goldie Cox, not mine. No Intern, do you have any questions? Do you have anything you want to ask? Uh, sure. So, um, his uh, name is Matt, by the way. My name is Matt. How's Matt. It um, nice to meet you. I follow you on TikTok as well. Um, <laughs> big fan. Big, big fan. fan. Big fan. <laughs> um, so basically, I'm in a relationship that has begun since September. Um, it's now starting. To- um, it's starting to get like a- it's starting to get serious. Um, I am in a place where a toothbrush is being bought. A, a drawer is now being made. Um, I'm kind of in that territory now. Um, I've had the difficulties that I have and that I'd ask you about is um, in the past, I've, I've dated a lot of women who haven't been in good relationships. I'm not saying that I'm the best man in the world or anything like that, but I try and put my best foot forward when I'm within a relationship. They don't see a good thing when they got it. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen, if you're on the internet streets, uh, uh, Chantel, <laughs> or see it, but there's a meme where it's Marge Simpson and she's huddling in a corner and she's got her like hair out, out like, it's stressed like out, yep. all stressed out. And it says up top, it's like how she reacts when she gets treated good because she's been in such bad relationships in the past. Mm. And so I say all that to say, I ask you a quick question right now is, Basically, how, as a guy, how do I navigate and move with someone who might have um, relationship PTSD from the past? How would someone move a little bit more carefully or more thoughtful? Um, that would be my question. Great question. Great question. Woo! Great question. Woo! All right, shoo. Get away from here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have you teach her something. I'm going to have you teach her something. So, uh, 
our brain seeks the familiar. We seek the familiar, even if it's bad for us. And there's comfort and familiarity because the lizard brain, the caveman brain, the early homo sapien brain that lived in the jungle is still inside our head because our environment evolved faster than our brains did. Mm, right. So back in early homo sapien, the familiar meant I know where the predators are, where the predators are, so I don't get eaten. I know where the food sources are, so I don't starve. So familiar meant survival. When we are in the unfamiliar, you've, you've heard the term fear of the unknown, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. That sure. means when we go into the unfamiliar, we have an alarm that goes off in our head that says, wait a second, you've never been here before. Go back to the familiar because you don't know what's going to happen mm. here. Even if it's good for us because it's unfamiliar. Mm. So when my husband and I stopped fighting after five years of fighting, this was unfamiliar territory. And then he bought me a BMW and I'm like, damn, I never been treated so well before. It was old. It was old. It was like, <laughs> She's just flexing on us. Just flexing on us. Don't worry about it. I don't give a glimmer. That's my amazing. Toyota that I'm driving now was more expensive than the, be the Beamer he bought. <laughs> thing right but it's like he looked at a beamer he went that's for my lady and so i had to use a mantra to talk myself through the anxiety that i felt because this was so unfamiliar this goodness was so unfamiliar mm. the mantra that i used instead of vomiting was yes goodness thank you i accept you yes goodness thank you i accept you yes. go tell her everything i just said Okay. Yes, goodness, thank you. That is now the title of the episode. <laughs> goodness, yeah. I accept you. <laughs> just, I'm going to do that, though. I mean, I do have affirmations on my window that um, I, I wrote, you know, in my down period six months ago. And they all include, like, I deserve this. Like, I'm consistent. I deserve somebody who's consistent. Um, like, I'm okay being alone. I know I'm not actually alone type things. And I just feel like seeing them every day and like reciting them over and over again every time I went into that bathroom really helped and like changed my mentality. So like at this point, it's like sometimes I, I don't really have the PTSD, but there are sometimes where I'm sitting there like, dang, like, is this too good to be true? Am I going to fuck it up? I Am I going to like, you know, run away because, you know. I think things like writing things out, singing, praying mantras, meditation, all these things are like mm -hmm. soul work. Like if you think about all the things that have been written that yeah. are powerful, some of the things that have been written, like control how we move in the world. You know what I mean? So there's power in writing things. And I think a lot of people take that for granted and with something especially as important as affirmations and things you need to remind yourself. I think mm -hmm. just even you writing it out mm -hmm. was like, like, look at you now. Yeah. Like what's happened since hey. then? Like almost a 180, right? In your For life. Sure. So it's like, there's a, there's a power in, in especially what you said, like being able to just see it, like yeah. observe it. A lot of people don't get that recognition from other people mm -hmm. or have that like mentorship or whatever the case may be. So I think that's important. Yeah, I'm definitely using that affirmation. It's going to replace reality, one of them. Your reality is always what you tell yourself it is. Mm -hmm. Always. Facts. Yeah. Facts. My reality is bomb as fuck, okay? <laughs> it's never been better, and it's only going to continue to get greater. People wonder period. why people like Takashi <laughs> and people who are like loud and get, get a lot of attention but aren't necessarily so talented, why they flourish. 
none of them think they're garbage. Right. Not the things that everybody else thinks about them, they can't even see. Like when Drake says negative thoughts don't even enter my inner matrix. Mm. That's Takashi. <laughs> that's ta- that's uh, Tor- what's her name? Tammy Lauren. What's her name? Oh, yeah. Is that oh, Tom, Tommy, Tommy Lauren? Lauren? Tommy Lauren. Tommy Lauren. That's Candace Owens. That's Tucker Carlson. <laughs> that's everybody you hate. Mm-hmm. They all think they're the shit. And that's why they are where they are. So yeah. definitely got to practice that. Chantal, thank you so much. Gravy gang. Give it up for Chantal. She came with you, the Chantal. gems. With the gems. Oh, thank you, guys. Social you. media? Being like so South they can Africa follow you? <laughs> I am Canada's dating coach everywhere. Canada's okay. dating coach on Instagram, Facebook, my website, Canada's dating coach, Twitter, Canada's dating coach. The only place I'm not is on Twitter because it's too, too many characters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chantal Hyde. Yeah, I love it. Stay on brand. Stay this amazing. This is about to be booming. <laughs> Stay amazing. Continue doing your work. We're going to mm-hmm. get you on the show. You're a friend of the show now. Yeah. So we got to get you on. And thank you so much. We really yes. appreciate it. We appreciate much love, you. Much love. Thank you. No you doubt. guys are amazing too, by the way. I had people on my live last, uh, like this week. They're like, you're going to be on the Extra Gravy Show. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, Shout out to the Gravy Gang. That's wonderful. Thank yeah. you so much. We really appreciate it. Have a blessed day. Bye. Thank Take you care. too, guys. See ya. No, okay. Don't, close, don't even close it because we got oh, no, the gravy. Oh no, no, no! I wasn't. I wasn't going to you. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, cool. y'all. Okay, y'all. Guess what? You chipped your tooth. You chipped your oh, damn tooth. I did chip my you tooth. Your damn tooth. <laughs> what the dang? <laughs> what the diddly? <laughs> <laughs> what the diddly? Which dang? one? Which one? All the way in the back. Oh, you're straight, oh, okay. then. Okay, yeah. I mean, so no, no, no. Sharp, though. <laughs> no, no. You gotta <laughs> fix. You gotta fix that cheeks? right away because that happened to me, and I had to. Pull the whole tooth out after I left it for a while. Oh yeah, yeah dang! Man. Why? Well, does it rot or something? Something got stuck in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because it was yeah. a little chip, and because I didn't it, even know it was so small, but it was small enough for like something was to getting stay, in and eroding, and then it, it couldn't come out. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you just it just decayed the tooth. And, and then, I per- like I naturally eat on that side too. Uh-huh. Oh, that's the so worst. so much stuff is probably going to get stuck. But what is this is what's crazy about this whole situation? What's so crazy about this situation is that. I think it was Friday that I did it or something like that. Uh, Friday morning, I got a call from my dentist talking about, when do you want to come in for your routine check? And I was like, I'm on a call for work. I was Where like, did you get this ice cream? Call me back. <laughs> it was Ben and Jerry's, my favorite. Is that your dentist's name? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then that night or that evening, not even that evening, I don't even know what it was. I was on the phone with my mom eating ice cream. And of course, I had the half-baked Ben and Jerry's because it's got me by a damn chokehold. We're not, we're not being sponsored. This is not a sponsored ad. No, no, no. I'm about to be sponsored by them. Fuck that shit. They got paid for this tooth. <laughs> they already know what's up. Oh, my god. And goodness. the cookie dough ended up chipping the back of my tooth. And I was like, you know, the dentist called for a reason. I they wanted me to dentist, book that appointment. So I have an appointment next week, Monday. I used to think the dentist was like the mechanic. We're like, mm-hmm. you go there and they just fuck up some shit in your mouth. And so you go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how I know I had a chipped tooth back there. How I know? <laughs> um, um, but but yeah. that wasn't the news that I was really going to oh, share. Ooh. We had a whole moment, y'all. Okay. I went to who my friends, we? all of us, <gasps> and Goldie Cox. And Goldie Cox. Hey, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> so um, me and him went to my friend's birthday. On Saturday, mm-hmm. it was just like her 
her good friend and whoever lives in her friend's house, like their her mom and whatever. It was so COVID her, friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only a couple. I actually got COVID test last week so that I could be outside. Nice. You know, because I had to go to an event that they were like, you're not coming in if you don't have a COVID test. So yeah. I had to be negative. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say positive. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> had to be positive. You had to be positive <laughs> that you was negative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to be positive that I was negative. Um, yeah, so... Uh, we are in the house and the girl's sister comes home. Right. And I've seen, I, my friend's friend, like I've known her since I was in middle school, we used to play basketball. So I haven't seen her sister since she was a little kid, a baby. Mm. And so she walks in and I was like, holy shit. Like she like 22, you know? Yeah. And I was like, hi. It must be so creepy sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you see someone that you haven't seen since they were a youth. Yeah. And they're just a big old person. Mm-hmm. It looks like their face just grew. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so she walks in and she just stares at me. Like she has, she just so surprised just looking at me. And I was like, hey. And her sister was like, oh, you remember Alicia? And she was like, no, but yeah, you're a part of that extra. I mean, you're a part of that podcast with those guys. Wow. And I was like, extra gravy. She was like, yeah, right. And then my friend goes and says, like, oh yeah, and this is her boyfriend. And she goes to him and she was like, you're the one she'd be talking about. And I was <laughs> you're like, like oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is so crazy. Let's just break so, this down for a second because it's kind of wild. You've known this person but haven't seen them yeah. since you were, they were a kid. Yeah. How old were you? Um, I was. We played together in grade eight. Holy shit. Yeah. And then she'd been watching you this whole time and didn't know it was you. Yeah, she didn't know. <laughs> Shorty know your whole life. And that's what I said. Because I'm like, yo, this is mad awkward now because your sister knows like everything Everything. about my life. And I don't know shit about her. (laughs) I don't know anything. She literally, and she just looked at him and she was just like, huh. Oh, you. So you are Goldilocks. Okay, Mr. Uh, Orgasm. (laughs) You know that TikTok? And he just, he just looked at, he's like, He had that grin. Yeah, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to practice that shit eating grin. But you gotta call that the gravy grin. (laughs) Yo, when that nigga pulls up to the first live show, ooh, oh my god, we gonna have some fun. We're gonna rent a spotlight just for that. We gonna have it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
extra <laughs> chair on stage. Y'all oh just gonna see the chair sitting there. And we are going. It's gonna be gold. He's for sure. Sick nigga, man. That's a sick nigga, man. But the chair's gotta be perfect and it's gotta have a perfect bowl of porridge on it, too. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a fact. He was actually talking to. We gotta uh, dress up like bears. We're the three bears. <laughs> Who's gonna put a gold wig on him? Medium like, bear. That's hilarious. You pull up with paws and ears. Good. Um, he was actually talking to like one of our mutual friends yesterday, and she said to him, she like got on Facetime and she was like, "Hey, Goldie Cox," and oh, he was like, "Wait, what?" No. But she doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. Her friend. For whatever reason, I don't know who her friend was, was talking about me, talking about Alicia got a new boyfriend. We out here. And she was just like, and she was like, yeah, they call him Goldie Cox. And he was, she was like, no, that's blank. <laughs> like, his name was Blaine? Yeah, blank. <laughs> Insert name here. And um, she was just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, Yo, I, I, every time I put up a TikTok of what of y'all stories, I'm just like, yo, I wonder if they oh like gosh. really realize how many people listen to this show <laughs> and how many I people know. are going to see. Like, I'm trying to go viral on TikTok. I'm not, I'm not trying to just get a thousand. And I get pissed off every time you send me these fucking promo videos. Yeah. Because it. it's always me talking about some crazy you shit. You always be talking about some crazy shit that I, that I can't post on my Instagram because my mom will be one of the first ones to watch. My sister be one of the first already listen to this No, she doesn't listen anymore, okay? That's what you think? <laughs> You she think she only listens yo, a couple of times. You think <laughs> You think my child's gonna move out of my house. <laughs> be living all willy-nilly on her own. I looked after her and cared for her for 20 plus years. And you're gonna be off on your own telling the world what you're doing. Now I'm not gonna listen. Yeah. She's listening to every word. Nah, 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 what nah. up, Mama? Mama Ace. Nah, nah, nah. Mama Ace. Stop listening. Push, you hear about stop. your daughter? Mama Ace in the building. Nah, like I got my Mama pick up my daughter. We gotta get Mama Ace as a guest. Oh my oh, god. Swag. Oh my god. Mother's Day next week. Content so baby. Can, mama. Content so she can baby. slander me? Content. Yes. Yes. She is a Gemini, okay? She has two personalities. Hey, listen, will, and I'm, I promise you, she will make up stories just to tell you guys. She will talk Gem. She will put Gem in Gemini. Let's bring it. Come on. Shut Come on, up. Mama. I like, your norm, I like how Norm thinks, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. She put the Gem in Gem. You are a sick nigga. <laughs> Why don't you rap, bro? Like, oh, fuck this nigga shit, man. <laughs> just rap, bro. Back At to Chef Shaolin. Somebody. <laughs> chef shall live back oh, in his don't bed. worry, man. I got, I got some. Oh my god, why aren't you writing for people? That's. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you be writing for people. I, don't, don't worry. You know, I, you know I mean, like writing for people, 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 huh? people, people. That don't worry. You know, I got, I got. Get your Some credits. sent out. We'll see. We'll oh, see. We need shit. to sign you to Warner Chapel. Mm. Don't, don't, don't. Get, come on. Sign now. him, Alicia. Come what on. the fuck? Now. I don't work for Warner Chapel. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We haven't played a clown yell in a long time. Woo. I just realized. I just remembered. I actually had a similar story with my girl. She she actually hit me up and said that one of her old friends uh, that moved to Florida mm-hmm. or Texas, somewhere in the states. Mm-hmm. Um. Which whenever she talks to her, she's like, uh, she puts on an extra Toronto accent. I'm like, yo, and she's like, yo, you've been gone for like, fit, 
10, 15 years, why do you still have that? Like, yo, dog, da, da, da. Like, how do you keep it? You live in Texas. Like, mm. she's like, oh, you know, it's, it's, I listen to this podcast called Extra Gravy and it just keeps me my, it gives me my Toronto in this, you know, it keeps me to, my up, oh I'm, my I'm, God. I'm up to date in Toronto because of Extra Gravy. And I was like, and she's like, oh my God, my boyfriend's on there. And she's like, yo, that's you. Ah! You're the team. <laughs> so same thing happened, man. Wow. I keep apologizing to him. I'm that's like, I'm sorry. Crazy. Yeah. And especially if you want to be outside with me because this nigga be parading me around everywhere. He be showing his shit to his boys they had a watch session and i was Ooh. just like are you sure you, you want to do this hey, like, are you secure you enough for this? Listen, this, is the thing, this is the thing we not we not um like all our partners seem to be secure enough and mature enough yeah. to realize what we talk about here is content and content only we're not reminiscing or missing anybody in the past like we just we talking about people mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all we, we don't shit. even give y'all names nope we don't even tell y'all when there's problems happening <laughs> like <laughs> we could be here chilling talking great about our significant other and be cutting up at home yeah. y'all have no idea yeah. uh, we show you what you, you will never know <laughs> you will never know Mm-mm. um <laughs> how's y'all week oh it was great one or all of them mm-hmm. need to be a guest at least for patreon Oh, relationship mm. day. I think we should all get, since we talk about our past so much, one of our old bops in here. It all has well, to be I done told you on the, one the anniversary. The one that had the baby on me said he would be down to uh, shoot. I mean, clear the clear the air. Clear the air via, via Zoom, perhaps? Yeah. Mm. I'll set up. That's a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> We're not letting that one out to the streets. No fucking no. way. <laughs> Y'all not gonna get that one just all willy nilly. Cause he be talking shit. So hey. he's, he's very uh-oh. much. You might release I don't know it what like six months later. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a six month head start, hmm. join the Patreon gang. Come on over to Patreon. Mm. If you tired of fucking, I don't even know what Suge Knight speech I could give them right now. <laughs> you tired of producers dancing all, all in your videos. videos. Just come over to Death Row. <laughs> Gina's like, Alicia's like, here's some content. Javon said, yes, take my money. I need that. <laughs> Gina said, that's so problematic. <laughs> Yo, Jordan said, <laughs> when, she, when Chantal said um, the three month rule. Jordan was like, wait, 90 days to taste some of that Puma rain? <laughs> it's too late, you know. This is preaching about waiting that 90 days. Not 90 even a days. fiance. It's 90, a 90-day Puma rain. 90 days to taste that Puma rain? God <laughs> damn. I almost cackled. She was mid-speech to it. I was like, I was like <laughs> so in that Puma rain time? Yo, I knew she had a little past on her, man. Mm. You yeah. think she, who she dating? Yeah. Who Listen. her husband? Listen, you think he black? I think he black. Cause she said motherfucker with no ER, and I was like, <laughs> that ain't natural. <laughs> That's learned behavior. Say, uh, what were we saying, cock? What, what were we saying the other day? When we were I was doing never the white? saying cock. Cunt? I don't know what you talking about. No, cunt, that that day that we went cunt? to like motherfucking cocksucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we should have got her to say that <laughs> as a child. Should have been like motherfuckers. <laughs> she um yo, she reminds uh-huh. me of. What's the what's Jason Pitt's wife's name on the game? Oh, um, fuck. oh, the Sweet Valley Twins. Yes, and I'm heavily and I always have been attracted to them. So I was looking at her like, oh yeah, they were. She's my, a twin. Yeah, oh, wow. they were in the Sweet. They were the Sweet, sweet Valley, Valley Twins. Oh, yeah, Jason Pitt oh, yeah. and yeah, she was in my spank bank for sure. She, Jason Pitt and I looked at her and I was like, 
You can't be yeah. looking that much like her, man. Hey, man, yes. back in the day, that would have been prime A1 Kelly, Kelly, steak. Kelly, Kelly Pitts. Kelly Pitts. Yes. That would have been prime A1 sugar mama. Right there. You hear what she said? I used to be in them the swingers clubs. Three mm. sums, more sums. I was swinging Ooh. from the chandelier. I had chills up my spine. <laughs> and she had all the cleavage. Hey, man, I ain't even going to get too much anyway, but... I know. Back in the day, Shardy was a demon. Demon. Ooh, Javon is giving us ideas. Said make an extra gravy shirt that's like a Google search of Pum and then put all the titles as searches. Ooh. No, Javon, we got a project for you. Javon, you gonna have to you gonna have to hit us with your email, bro. We can't let you just slide without no money on that when we sell it, brother. And Troy asked if we if 90 Day Poomerang is a working title so far. <laughs> 90 Day Poomerang can definitely be the working title. <laughs> 90 Day Poomerang. Oh, Poomerang hey, is Javon. such a great fucking word. <laughs> God damn, I love that we word. Need, we need to do a flip of um, Eddie Murphy's Boomerang movie cover. With Just Poomerang? Poomerang oh. in your face looking yeah. over the... See, this is why we keep Norm around, man. Yeah. For He's sure. a thinker. The creative. The creative. We the come up with a bunch floated. of... <laughs> me and Norm oh, come man. up with a Y'all ain't ready for the extra gravy merch for the next year. You guys are gonna be mad. Alicia and intern ain't even ready. You didn't even tell them shit. Oh man. (laughs) Oh, here's yo, the intern merch is gonna be not man, you don't know. Alicia! Yeah, oh my god. Oh my god. Alicia's is way too perfect. Yes. Actually. Like Alicia's shirt is way too perfect. You know, I like perfectionism. <laughs> we'll share the share? ideas with you guys right afterwards. We're not okay. gonna tell you guys all there. No, no, no. Because we gonna roll this out monthly. Okay. Y'all, y'all cool. about to get merch on a monthly basis. Ooh. Every month, new, new shirt, drop. new drop. <laughs> you can't tell they them nothing. You, but I told y'all, niggas. How are you gonna tell them if you don't even know what the merch is? Nah, he said it was coming eventually. Oh. He was teasing it. <laughs> He's been teasing it for years. They bug him. Oh. They don't ask us shit. You like that though. He loves it. <laughs> he like loves it. He's like, yeah. bug me. I am FAQ. <laughs> <laughs> like I who was it that responded to the tweet where I was like, um, <laughs> where it's like, I know it makes two guys laugh every Tuesday, and they're like interns sitting there like in the corner. Was it you or him? It was him. It had to be him. him. He'd be monitoring anything we say on the show that doesn't include him. He'd be like, no, no, no. Backtrack. Um, I was like, my bad. Three. We don't hear hear you laugh because you're not allowed to laugh. Nah, he'd be laughing. I don't pay you to fucking laugh. He'd be getting up laughing. I don't pay you at all. (laughs) He'd laugh with his hands. He'd be like, yes. Yes. How was your week? My week? What'd you do? Man, my week. He getting ready for that move. I know, I was going to say. This was my week, baby. I'll give it to you, bro. The rule is back. I'll give it to you, the bro. The rule is back. Sorry. Not Ja Rule. Not Not Ja Rule. The real ruler. Living my dream. Old Hove. <laughs> but with honorable mention. Hove's. First of all, the, I'd the, like the to start. The Pepsi to Hove's Coca-Cola. I want to start with positivity always, right? Um... DJ Khaled, this album's horrible. Uh, <laughs> that's as lightly as I could put it. It is really, really bad. 
I, I like I usually somewhat enjoy Khaled's drops. Like I thought his last one wasn't too bad. I Hold enjoyed on. a couple songs on it. Hold on, you're not gonna disrespect yes, me like I this. Yes, I am. Gonna dis- just talk it over was a disrespectful verse. part Yo, that he actually gonna, even rapped. Yo, this. I changed the song. No, this, guy <laughs> changed, this guy was just gonna talk over Nas's whole verse. Co Valley money mixed Let's with give a little something. Okay. Let people have the opportunity. Till we all on, never fall off. Hear a boss talk. You don't hear me. That's your loss. Winner in life. Fuck a coin toss. I'm coin based. Basically cryptocurrency. Now, I don't know if cryptocurrency Scarface is a good thing. I was saying Scarface Because he's saying, say hello to my little friends. That's not good in stocks. Unless he's talking penny stocks. I mean, there's so many Scarface... Analogies we can make from it, but whatever, man. It was fun. There you go, Captain, for that boy. You see him, you see him, Captain. You see how tight that cape is? That boy gonna choke. Hey, man. That boy gonna choke. Hold on. Before we even get to the greatness that is this second verse, I already told you, Marlon, earlier. We we green room earlier this week when we spoke about the song. Yeah. I told you, I already succeeded. I said yes. Mm-hmm. I understand. Jay Z had the better verse in this song. I just okay? need you to succeed, succeed on on the the, the podcast. You are about to where say people succeed. succeed. I okay? almost said I succeed. I am not, <laughs> but I'm Jamaican, so I'm incapable of saying such things. Okay? <laughs> but I will give into the fact that yes, Jay Z. You don't have to give into the fact. You know Watch. I mean? Yo. I mean, All right. I heard that. All right. So I'm just here tweaking lines and shit. I'm in here cheering, rewrite like four bars and sit here and there. Yo, Japanese whiskey. Y'all niggas got bands where we dance to different drums. Oh, no, no, no. I gotta come back. I gotta Nas, come rewrite back. Nas. Oh, come on. Exactly. That's, that's what we want to see, though. Nas, I love it. I love, I love that. It. I love that. You know? I love that Nas is not holding a grudge for Jay-Z trying to ruin his career every drop. Because <laughs> realistically, if there's anything I would want them to speak about on this song is that. That would have been fucking amazing. Hilarious. Meta as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have just been great. Like, But when you think about it, LeBron is only going to be nudging whoever's second to him. Yeah. You know, the guys at the top are only going to be nudging who's next up. Yeah, for sure. Right? Everybody next down is too far. And there's becoming I mean? a so, series now where we get every couple of years a Jigga Nas song. Yeah. And they've never, Jigga Nas songs are a lot like Drake, Jay-Z songs for me. It's, it's very rarely a hit. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, I don't know. What, I don't know if they're both nervous because they're on the same track with each other, so they don't bring what they usually do. But this is the first song where I've seen one of them at least just be like, "Fuck it." Yeah, I'm gonna give y'all bars. Nas's line was Nas's verse wasn't memorable all from the ball. One two line, but that's it. This boy Jigga, first of all, that's why they're gonna put him first because he couldn't follow Jigga. Jay Z on. A sample he already fucked up exactly. and made it classic. It was it was Nas. Nas was a guest in his home, and then he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna give y'all some more. I'm gonna give you more." Uh uh-uh. uh Listen start. close. Listen close. Sorry, that's another beat. Who you talking Hater to? Still ain't recover from the other beat. How much? That's another beat. Okay, two. Now that's a triple beat. Oh, Can't forget yeah, about the other beat. Period. Oh yeah. yeah. White gloves for me. Yeah. White gloves. Hey, hey. Know not to touch me. I'm with the fuckery. Fuck Jesus Christ. Listen. 
You better the rep flow. your the wife. The first time I heard this, let that shit breathe, man. God, let that shit oh, breathe. He's just, just first time I heard it. it, he said, "That's another B, right?" And I was like, immediately, I'm like, "Oh my god, it's a Kanye diss." <laughs> <laughs> Off rip. I'm like, "Ooh, let's go." Oh my gosh. Cause he's sending the shade. He's sending the shots. That's another B. Kate has almost forgot about the other B. Who? Huh? Kanye was falsely reported in Forbes as a billionaire. Mm. And they didn't mention Jay-Z. And they, did, they didn't mention and when didn't Jacob make, became a billionaire. Yeah. Sorry, that's another B. <laughs> Haters forgot about that, that other, other B. B. And then he goes, hmm. And when he did that, I swear to God, at the same time, I was like, hmm. <laughs> and it co- it sinks so nicely. I'm like, did he know we would do that? Like, he's scary, bro. He's a scary guy. And then now he's like, nah, that's a triple B. Can't forget about my other B. Hey, Hi. Kanye just lost his wife. Mm. And in this, he yeah. says he specifically says, "I love the man I've become." Mm-hmm. Like I'm not confused yeah. at all Life is great mm. Is what he's saying yeah. And then on top of that What Jay-Z does I feel like As an old head The most In the non-corniest way It's probably Fucking actually cool Is the way he inserts That he knows He lets us know That he's on the internet The yeah. nigga said respectfully Fuck out of here <laughs> What's the burner nigga Like tell, tell me the burner account yeah, Cause sure. you're on the, You're in these streets yeah, he has a burner. It's the white gloves for me. 100%. The nigga said, it's the white gloves for me. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Somebody in that house is on social media. For sure. This is not an Beyonce assistant. Beyonce be on there too. You know what I mean? This is not an assistant just saying, oh, this is what the about kids Demon are saying time? now. We See, all lost their fans. Like, wait, Beyonce knows what Demon Time is? They got the burner <laughs> and Beehive. You guys are slipping. Because <laughs> you guys got to be able to sniff her out. They're on here. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. This verse is just nuts. I'll continue. Humbly, humbly, nah, respectfully. I'm a project, baby. Fuck y'all expect from me. America's disrespect for me. You killed Christ, you created religion unexpectedly. Circular ice on Japanese whiskey on my mezzanine. Overlooking the city of angels. The angel investor in things. Unprecedented run. Everybody's getting bands. We just dance to different drums. Peace. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. How do you double entendre on? Do you know the power you have to have to double entendre on presidented run? He's basically just talking about how J- Trump. Remember when Trump was talking back on what he did? There was something he said about Trump, and then Trump said something back about him, like in his second year or some shit like that. Mm. And obviously, they got no invites to the White House. There was no inaugural anything. Beyonce presidential like they haven't been there for four years yeah whereas before that they were there for like every fucking all four years so it's an unprecedented run it's just a beautiful oh, mm. picasso with it picasso with it then everybody want the bands we dance to a different drum mm. yo tell nas pack it up tell nas pack it up no man. no no yeah. <laughs> hey, nas can hey, everybody else can Niggas leave from nas, New York. you could stay nas stay Khaled, you could stay <laughs> Everyone else, go home. Fauntleroy, you could hang. Hive, you could chill. Who's Khaled's biggest, bigger inspiration, in your opinion? Lil John or Fat Man Scoop? Or DJ Clue? I'll leave uh, you there. I'll leave um, you there. I will say uh, 
Lil John as far as the production and music goes. Fat Man Scoop as far as raw DJing goes. Turntable this shit. I think Lil John's still right? there. Lil but John Lil is John's a DJ. still there, but I'm talking like uh, before, like, because Scoop is just DJ. He ain't anything like, else but DJ. But did you know he? I, mean? okay, I understand Scoop had three albums, right? Were any of those albums critically acclaimed at the time? No. Any of them have bangers. Mm-hmm. Did he assemble any crew of people with a classic hit song? Little John is that guy. Yeah, I guess. I guess Little John are, brought yeah, you together yeah, the yeah, yeah. Ying Yang Twins and Elephant Man. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, musically, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, and made a smash, yeah. a smitted dash. That's true. That's it, true. Like, Little John put together Scrappy, Sean Paul, Young Bloods, mm-hmm. Ying Yang Twins. Like, he a lot of guys. Really he, solid era. He is arguably, and I will, I will die on this hill. The reason the South came back, he's mm-hmm. the he's the sole reason. Say what you will about Outkast, did their thing. Obviously, amazing artists, right? But when we talk about a Southern sound dominating, mm-hmm. it they was di- Lil John and Ludacris. Yeah. Lil John produced different music, and then you had Ti you know? come through, I mean, and then all the guys started coming through. Jermaine Dupri didn't, he wasn't quintessential Southern sound to me. He no, because he would do everything. He did Mariah shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, did, like, he was did a little he kid, he was a little kid producer like to that, me. Right? To me, he was a little kid producer. I nah. didn't know him to work Here, with adults but here's for a long thing. time. I went to, this, I went to the social deaf uh, pavilion or like they had a historic, historic monument in the Grammy Award studio. Yes, and I've been that there. Shit, yeah, I was like, "Whoa, Jermaine, you, He's the you man. did a lot for He's Atlanta." The man. That versus nuts. Yeah, yeah, no, nuts. he definitely did yeah. a lot for Atlanta. But yeah, he like didn't. That. But I don't he think coin that he a had sound that put, a certain sound. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, that's little John. When you think of, uh, well, it's crunk. It's crunk. Crunk music, music just yeah. in general. After crunk music came trap music. You didn't like, hear that high pitch squeal. You know, other than from like that that West Coast sound, but then when it turned into that crunk music, it was like, oh man, that that like high that pitch, yeah. Like there's a lot of that, a lot Fucking of that. Love that, yeah, man. But then it became like the 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 quintessential anthems for for being white girl wasted and you know. <laughs> well, because Lil John turned down for which what? Is, I feel like we need to give Lil John just more flowers, man. Like. Not only did he pioneer and usher in that southern sound that is dominating now. Yeah. He was able to do a, a variety of genres. Yeah. And do them, not even just do them, just do them amazingly. Yeah. Like when you yeah. think of They're shots, like, yeah. who, who doesn't hear that song and want to drink immediately? Like, yeah. and that's the entire purpose of the song. Sure. But then he did, remember <laughs> I saw on his that verses? perform live. Lil Jean and Pitbull mm-hmm. in Trinidad <laughs> at Marshall Monday. And you know you think was Pitbull wearing a suit? Pitbull <laughs> at, was wearing a red suit. Damn it! Okay, <laughs> Lil John was doing his thing. That's a three hundred five. And actually, Fat Man Scoop was also hey! was there too. They were all there, but no one cared for anything but Soka. Mm. But the moment Lil John and Pitbull came out, shot, shot, shot. Of obviously, mm. Trinidadians can relate, so they're like, he's got a lot of those. The alcohol. Time to drink. You know what I mean? He's got a lot <laughs> of those, which I didn't crazy, notice. Man. I didn't notice until the verses. This will, ah, <laughs> no, I was going to say that um, in the verses, he also pulled out a lot of uh, dance hall, like a couple of yep. dance hall songs yeah, that yeah, he yeah. in the nineties, like, yeah. like yeah. before we even I don't knew even remember what they were, like but yeah, no, there's some. He did that. He did, he's, he's and and you got to bring it up as well is his look. Yeah, 
I mean, if Dave, Dave Chappelle, like, I would hate to see, you know, what happened to Rick James happen to Lil Jon, but I'm 100% when Lil Jon, if he does pass in the future, they're going to reference Dave Chappelle's what? And, like, that's going to be one of those things where people remember him as, like, just this iconic yeah. dude for the dreads, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the pimp cup. The, <laughs> but, know, that's, but that's glasses. more testament to him. Yeah. Because I feel like before that, what producer branded themselves that well? Where they yeah. had taglines that you knew and could identify mm-hmm. just hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is, and it's not I even mean, like they're crazy words that he made up. I mean, Puff Daddy yeah. was, the, was that. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the third. There was another one that he, he okay. did. Okay. Okay. Like, you yeah. know, no what? matter where okay. you are, that's Lil John, And shit's about to get lit. It's pretty much different responses to questions. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. What? Okay. Turn okay. <laughs> down for what? Chappelle. What else is there? Yo, Chappelle is a fucking amazing. Did you see he's starting a podcast? Chappelle? Yeah. There's always there's over a hundred plus hours of Dave Content. Chappelle podcasting. I can and listen it's already to done, Dave. ready, and yeah. No. Just he's about to take waiting. over. A lot more people, listen, the smartest thing he did was join a service that isn't popular amongst the blacks. Luminary. That's where it's going to be on exclusively. Who do you know who has fucking Luminary? They're about to make bank. I'm getting the stocks immediately. (laughs) Are you stupid? (laughs) But one thing that does trouble me, Talib Kweli on the show, man. Mm. I hate Talib yeah. Wait, he's like a co-host? Yeah, man. Uh, like, I hope he's there for the problematic shit, but he's also friends with Dave, so I can't help but think that Dave shares his views, which is kind of scary. And that's the thing about... This is, there's, goods, there's a good thing and, and a bad thing to this. Like, there's pros and cons. You pro, it's Dave Chappelle. You yeah. get to hear Dave speak on things for 100 fucking hours. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's a gift to me in and of itself. Actually, you know what would be but nice, But also, though? the curse is you get to hear Dave Chappelle talk about things for 100 yeah. hours plus. He's bound to say something. He's going to say some fuck shit. That social get... media is going to fucking eat and mm-hmm. try to do revisionist history and change the trajectory of his legacy, which they can't amongst those who, you know, really fuck with the art form. You can't change that man's legacy. But to the public... I fear it's going to... What happened to Will Smith? Remember when I, the day I predicted that Will Smith would fall? <laughs> we were sitting on the podcast and I was like, I don't like Will on this Instagram too much. Like at first it was cute. Now it, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen to some, somebody in the Smith family and it's going to look bad on Will and his career is going to change. And what happened? Fucking August Alcina. <laughs> so <laughs> like it, I'm, I'm excited but I'm also very fearful yeah. of what can come of this. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, a I guess very that's a frightening to take thing. With any comedian, especially. But I don't like taking that chance with, with people I really, really with look up to. Mm-hmm. Really, like, oh you. my goodness. It's like I'd rather not know your problem. I'd rather not listen <laughs> and just fucking, like, I might mute the timeline of Dave yeah. Chappelle. <laughs> you might be like, I'm I, not listening. Yeah. It's very, it's very, um, it's very exciting. It's very fearful at the same time. But I'm more excited than fearful. I hope that he he brings it. I hope that the he expands it to other streaming platforms later on, and mm-hmm. that uh, because it's gonna get ripped and put on YouTube or wherever. Yeah. yeah. But 
I want it to be more accessible later on, and I want him to really give Joe Rogan a run for his money. Because if there's anybody, I, th- I think that Cl- can. I think Talib Kweli will actually be good because he'll be saying, th- a, like Chappelle is probably one of the few people that could trump anything that he says, and and Talib might actually listen, and that's really satisfying to know that mm-hmm. <laughs> Talib will listen and shut up for somebody. Yeah. But I think another thing would be, it would be nice to hear, like. Another side, yeah. That's know? the that's the reason why I think like he's on this. Talib, show. Talib is just, and I, I mean, other side of what anything Talib has to say. I'm like, you know, what? I hear you, but okay, Dave, what do you got to say about that? Well, at you the know? end of the day, regardless of how we feel about his opinions, there are people that out there that share his opinion. Yeah. They need a really mouth, do. you know what I mean? They need of someone to voice what they feel because it's the worst feeling. And I know mm-hmm. some of you yeah. guys on <laughs> listening get this feeling a lot listening to this podcast of just being wa- disagreeing so vehemently yeah. and you can't tell anybody. Ooh, that's a good word. Thank you. Been working mm-hmm. on that for weeks. <laughs> who, who's that? <laughs> Thank you. Who, who is that do one again? dude? Do one more time? I've been watching Jeopardy. Hey. Uh, vehemently. Vehemently. I don't know if that's a word, but. Oh. Yes. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I'm dead ass serious. I, I have no idea. You I know vehement. <laughs> <laughs> it's word now, nigga. Shit, it's a ninety-day vehemency. <laughs> oh my gosh! In a forceful, passionate, or intense manner, with great feeling. Let's oh. go. Hold on. Even the context, people. Vehemently. Vehemently. Okay. Vehemently. Like vehemently. Yeah. See, that's one of those words I think you yeah, can you can sauce anyway. Vehemently. Vehemently. Vehemently, I think that vehemently. No, I, I think because I'm Jamaican, I'm trying to put that. No, I think that no, vehemently. Okay. Vehemently, vehemently, <laughs> and then the British would be vehemently, vehemently, vehemently. Yes, Clementine. <laughs> um, vehemently, Alicia. When you go out, all right, yeah. you go out with your <laughs> girls, right? But you're meeting them there. Yeah. You show up heels. Uh huh. Maybe sundress. Maybe. Uh-huh. Right? You look glammed up a little bit. You got some accessories, clutch. Okay. All right? Your girl show up. She got a purse. She got tights or yeah. leggings, sneakers, mm-hmm. and a jean jacket or some shit. Mm-hmm. Is that bad? I'd be like, why wouldn't you tell me that I didn't have to wear these damn heels? Okay, there we go. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm trying to understand this. No, 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 no. Because I've been trying to understand it for as long as I've no, existed I, I and I've known have, women. I wouldn't have actually. Well, I mean, I would have said that because I don't really wear heels. Who's in right? the wrong there? So I'm, I wear sneakers all the time. So I'd be like, dang, like I could have just worn my fucking sneakers. So that's not even. So it more likely it would be the reverse, right? Mm. I would go out. Like I've been out with friends who dress up and stuff like that. And I'm like, shit, I'm still wearing my sneakers and whatever. Yeah. I, I seen the video that you were talking about. And I just don't think it was that serious. Like, I don't, maybe I'll consult with my friends sometimes and be like, oh, like, what vibe are we going for or whatever? Or vice versa, they'll come to me and be like, oh, what are you wearing? But at the end of the day, if I want to wear something, I'm going to wear it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think that, because I know the girl was like, oh, I thought, like, I need to find a husband too. And you're just out there trying to find a husband, whatever. Why can't you find a husband in those clothes? I be finding men looking like a boy. Like, I be dressed like a boy and they still holler. Isn't that even more reason to know that someone fucks with you if you haven't even glammed yourself up? Yeah. I feel like a lot of things, like, you're so misguided. Like, if Mm -hmm. you need to doll up to find a husband, you shouldn't be even looking right now. And... 
You got to do some inner work. But and if that dude only looked at you because you got dolled up, then that's also called for exactly, concern also. Exactly. Mm. And with, because I just noticed that there are these rules. And now that especially she brought up, you know, women get their ego strokes from women. Yeah. Right? From other women. I can't help but think that that rule's in place for other women. Mm-hmm. If you get what I mean. Like, are you guys fearful that, because especially if it's a known thing mm-hmm. amongst women that like we should all be on one accord when we're coming dressed. It's like we don't have to dress out the exact same, but there should be a theme that's yeah. consistent. Are you guys worried that other girls will key into that and comment or give looks or anything like that? Um, no, I think I no. I don't I know, know, especially with like, heels and stuff like, like that. I've we, seen women like comments like, uh, they'll say hi to a girl, everything, be nice to her. She walks away. What the fuck are those mm. heels? She's oh, yeah, wearing? yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just like, is it that serious? Like, what? what is this? Women and I will be judgmental, but I don't think in a group <laughs> setting, I think it's more that's like. the ego boost that they give girls. Like, oh, that's man. What I'm the when I stroke. think about it, I will, I will think about who I'm going out with, right? Mm-hmm. And how they dress and how. So it's like, okay, if I have one friend who always dresses up and she wears all this luxury stuff and we're going out to a party or something like that or a dinner, a fancy dinner, I might not wear the sneakers. Mm. I might actually get dressed up, but feel comfortable enough that I'm not like trying to, you know. Outstage. Or, yeah, yeah, like I'm not doing that. But it's just like, okay, like that's the vibe that I know she's going to go and this is the environment we're going to be in. So why not do that as well? Um, have you guys ever had a friend that kind of uh, throws little jabs or jokes uh, because they're poor at dressing and Mm. you're like, obviously you guys are very stylish. (laughs) Like I'm just learning. You You guys obviously have a style that's not like everyone else's. You guys have your own unique style. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like for some people in certain friend circles, that can be an intimidating factor. Like the girl said, Mm -hmm. I want to find a husband too. Yeah, And that could be something that someone holds resentment for you for and you don't even know, no, right? And yeah. it comes out in these little jokes mm. or, you know, little things like that. Now I give too much clothes away to, for that to happen. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. Do you guys ever have a friend that can't dress? And have you guys ever like, is there a proper way to go about getting your friend drip without insulting them? Mm. Uh, no, most of the people that don't have drip know they don't have drip. <laughs> yeah I, I don't think just, that's true they, I really genuinely thought I was doing alright out here Until I look back I mean when they're around me <laughs> I'm, they, I'm so serious When they're around like me I knew, They I know me, They know <laughs> They're regular when I, They when, know <laughs> When I used to dress I never I understood I never had the most expensive I didn't have the coolest Or the designer Or anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. But I was like For a nigga that don't really have it like that I know how to put some shit together. I know how to make it look like I'm not wearing the same outfit every day. Yeah. All this other shit. <laughs> look back now. And it's just like, what were you, what were you thinking? <laughs> what but was you at doing? the time, I was so confident. Yeah. So I think there are some people who might think, yo, okay, Bro. I might not have the stuff, but I yeah. know how to put together what I got. There was a time when I thought I was so fly and original. And then my cousins pointed out, they're like, yo, you remember that time you used to dress like Michael Jordan's dad? And I was like, <laughs> wow. Oh, fuck. I really did. I used to wear like the paper boy hats and like. Oh, yeah. And I remember members that. only joints. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I really did dress up like Michael <laughs> Jordan's dad. That's terrible. This guy dressed like he was going to go <laughs> bet on horse racing. <laughs> yo, for real talk, bro. 
Oh my god! Got a newspaper rolled up. <laughs> newspaper rolled up under my left arm, ready to go. Um, I will like, um, just like, okay, I'm reading Gina's comment. She was like, the times you don't want to be seen is when they want to, hey, like, beautiful, hey, beautiful you, you down. down. And then she also said, in re- in regards to telling somebody that is wearing something that just doesn't work or whatever, she'll be like, want to wear this shirt. What about these shoes instead? I mean, I think it depends on your relationship. There's some people I'm not going to tell you how to dress. Like, that's yeah. not my job. And like, if you feel comfortable in that, like, go ahead. Why am I going to point out and be like, oh, that's horrible? No, but that's telling but, of you and your personality because some people are yeah. so superficial that that's yeah. important to them. Yeah, you can't absolutely. go out with me looking like that. Yeah. We're not going to get in any booths these niggas are not talking yeah. to us mm-hmm. blah 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 mm-hmm. right so it's it- yeah when i go out with my homies i'll, I'll like throw all my clothes on them and be like yo try to you'll try this hat real quick boom you look yo look yo look in the mirror real it's quick man by the way america i will fucking murder you guys Every single one of you, if you do not change it back to G's. <laughs> it's not sheesh. Sheesh. Oh. What the fuck is sheesh? You literally hear it in the sound clip. Jeez. Jeez. literally saying sheesh. No, no, no. Jeez. Actually, A to the bed did some research and she found where the original clip was and it's sheesh. And it makes I need to see this evidence, and I need to see who said it so okay. I can hurt no. them. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> because I'm they got they're guiding people wrong. Yeah. I hear G's. Maybe maybe you know what it is. Oh my god! I mean, you know G's what it is? came from. It's the gold dress or the blue dress. Is it? Is it? Oh, does it come from Jesus? Or does it come from Sheesh? Which one is it? Which one do you want? I mean, I'm just saying. Because if it's from Sheesh, it's Sheesh. If it's G's, it's G's. Jesus. Huh? Sheesh. Yeah, Sheesh. Yeah, Sheesh. That's not a thing in America. That's a that thing is, for no. white middle-aged men. That was a thing. Yo, sheesh. No, sheesh. Jeez. No, I've heard thing, yeesh man. in America. No, she's is a thing. Literally, Drake says it on the, on the track. Yeesh. <laughs> like, right after he says all that shit. What happened? So. I am she, losing my mind. The TikTok video made by Toronto people or not. And so she did some more research. She was Confirmed like, from the, the source. source. And it's sheesh, not jeez. And I've never heard outside of Toronto. So I feel so weird, super weird about it. Oh, so, see, it's not in from Toronto. I knew it. It couldn't have been. And so like you go on the TikTok and it says, that's what the official sound is saved as. Sheesh. So, yeah. I hear jeez. I hear jeez. I hear jeez. I, I hear a struggle bus. <laughs> I hear jeez. I, I think that. I think no. I think I hear a ch. I heard a ch. I think that Presa needs to do one, and then we just use that one. Okay, Warner. Warner. Presa is not signed to. I don't know. I'm just saying that he's been he's been on TikTok putting out that very Toronto content. You know what'd be sick if there was a like a Toronto compilation. You know, like when they would have like those tourist. Commercials for Ontario. Oh, you mean like shit Toronto people say? You know, well, not like that. I really genuinely thought you were about to explain that as a joke. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, it's completely different. (laughs) This is awkward. Uh, But yes, thank you, Jay Z. I don't know how we got here. Um, Thank you, Jay Z, so much for that verse. Uh, Really appreciate it. But in more pressing matters, J. Cole. The mm. other J mm. is dropping next of, week. Yes. The Nas of J this shit. generation. 
Facts. Yeah. Big facts. Only he's way better. <laughs> <laughs> J. Cole and Nas? Oh, my God. J. Cole shits on Nas. Is J. Cole better than Drake? No. No. The, the, the Nas and the Jays? He's, he's in my top five, though, for me. Yeah, for me, personally, J. Cole's in my top three for mm-hmm. rappers. I'm not, the Kendrick, I'm not the Kendrick guy. Kendrick's more like an eight, nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a Kendrick person. Either. I'm not really a Kendrick person. To me, everybody says J. Cole's boring. I find Kendrick sometimes boring. See, some some people will say Kendrick is the Tupac, right? They would say well, that makes Tupac. a lot of sense of why I don't rate him too much. Exactly. <laughs> I'm more of a, I'm the biggie guy. I, I'll Ooh, tell you yeah. straight up and down. Which, by the way, I check their numbers on Spotify. Did, Ooh, did you know that... Oh my God! Fourteen and a half million listeners per month for the both of them. Five hundred million plays on their top songs. Mm. Good did lord! You, but did you know that uh, Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly" his, that album is the only album by a solo rap artist to to receive a gold on every single song? Yep, on, yeah. Yeah, just recently, actually, yeah, this week, recently. yeah, just certified the last song. Um, the only something bu- similar, "The Weekend." First artist to have three number ones from the same project in three different years. That's fucking that's incredible. Crazy. For three, a new art, for not an artist three, that's like three. nostalgic yet, yeah. that's, that's an incredible feat. Shout out to Toronto. And his ability, you know what Weekend and his team are amazing at? Just transforming that nigga. Yeah. Every rollout, he's a different Weekend. It's like yeah, we're it's true. like we're getting a movie low key. But that's good marketing, you know. What His I'm character that he's been for the past year. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Now I'm, he's, I'm like, "This guy's a genius." Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, ideally, what you would want to do is create some type of theme. Or even going back to J. Cole, um, he's had a theme between certain projects, right? Where basketball. it was like, yeah, it was basketball. It was a Friday Night uh, Lights, Friday Night Lights, Sideline Story, and. Um, um, no is it the come up Jay it's the one where he's sitting inside the locker room yes that's, it might be the come up no that was wasn't that sideline stories i don't know which one's the one where he's hugging the basketball in the snow okay we got cole rolled the sideline story mm-hmm. we got friday night lights friday night before. lights is the one he's we had the, the warm-up is the warm-up no, friday night lights is when he's sitting down so the warm-up oh which one's the one where he's holding the ball yeah, the warm-up. So it goes the warm-up, Friday Night Lights, Cold, um, Cold World, The Sideline Story, and now his new one off is season. The Off-Season. Off yeah. This one will be the most interesting because he actually tried getting into the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I feel like the basketball metaphors and references are going to sink in mm. 10 times And then more. he signed to Puma mm-hmm. um, with the basketball shoe. He yep. has a basketball shoe as well. So yep. it's, very, it's also on brand. Like, even though he's put out other projects in between, like, this is still a like a package with mm-hmm. the four, you know? Is it, is it he calling it an album well. or, an, or mixtape? Um, like an EP? EP? Um, it just says project. Well, I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure. Interesting. Because that's important. Well, he said no. Then he said my new album. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Because I remember there was that picture of him work in the studio. And he's like, I've been working on this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Dang. He's but, 36, man. I, I was really hoping. That's crazy. And I still kind of am hoping that because it, we saw TDE started tweeting too. Mm-hmm. It last week I think it was, mm-hmm. and now Cole's tweeting this week. Hey man, he said it was been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Hey man, Kendrick listen, J Cole, Kendrick if Cole. If we get the Kendrick Cole, Ooh. 
The only reason I don't think it is is because of what Alicia said, where this is a part of like a series, right? So it'd be weird for him to do a collab in the middle, in at the end or in the middle of a series. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, because especially if he doesn't do features like that, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and I don't think just, he never did any features on any of those. Right. And he might as well just wait until he never did no, his he first feature no, until like recently. I think like born recently. Did he do one on Born Sinner? Can't Let's remember. See. He did. Oh no, he did one on uh, the kids one. The yeah, kids, the K O D. Yeah, K O D. Kids K-O-D. on drugs. Kids on drugs uh, album. Yeah, I think he had a feature on there. Yeah, I think that was his first one. Sav- was it twenty one? No. Or Young um, Thug. He, he did feature for twenty one. Yeah. And he did a feature for Young Thug, mm-hmm. yeah. the London. It was that one year? Yeah. 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 But the London was on K O D. No. 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 Oh, okay, okay, okay. That was individually just released. Mm. Um, yeah. So they didn't like even put did it enough. on a project. It was just here you go. Yeah, and it was like. By the way, Thug's album. <sighs> Good God, mm-hmm. that man's very smart. Like the, and I, it's like such an obvious plan. I don't know why more artists aren't doing it, or maybe they're not able to p- pull it off. Mm-hmm. But he has his underground artist that ha- signs his label, mixed in with well-established artists on the same track, and like. It just works. It just works. Mm. Huh? Gucci started it. Yeah. Gucci, you can argue, is the one that started that shit. He made a whole uh, album with his underground artist, with Pooh and the, uh, that girl with the tat who whispers. Yeah, she, she's fire. She is fire. Like, yeah, she, she whispers when she raps. Enchantment or something, yeah, something like that. Enchanting, yes. That's her name. She is fire. She is fire. She raps. She, she raps like this, artist. yo. But it's all hard, hard shit, yo. Hard like, shit with the she, she, she talks some Warner fucking artist. hard shit, <laughs> and she's whispering like the Ying Yang twins yeah. the whole time. I know she's a Warner artist. Nice. <laughs> get her on the I fucking did, show. Hear that. Okay. We'll whisper the whole episode. Okay. <laughs> we'll do an ASMR uh, yeah. episode with her. <laughs> Welcome to the Extra Gravy Show. Extra Gravy. Extra Gravy exclusive. 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 Maybe she's a clown girl. Maybe she's just a clown girl. Oh, suck your Oh my goodness. I can't hear you. That's the point, Gina. <laughs> you gotta listen carefully, my friend. Uh, but we're potentially. This hasn't happened in this is like a fucking eclipse or a summer solstice or some shit. We're potentially getting a cold world certified lover boy kung fu Kenny season. Mm. Ooh. And Chris Brown look at Tory Lane season two. Add that in there too. <laughs> Nothing but the hits, huh? <laughs> Nothing, Nothing but, but the, the hits. hits. Uh, oh, listen. Oh. <laughs> you chill out. Calm down. Calm All down. I know is that every song you can't that, laugh that yo. you can't laugh that hard for abuse jokes. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, he just, just knows that, he, he just knows every song's gonna slap. You're it, a sick oh my fucking god. Okay. Oh my god. This is where we stop. We got him in. Bear bangers, nice bro. Just bang. We're done. Norm is on his own now. Whatever he says, he gets canceled by himself. <laughs> All right. Um, but that is probably the worst idea I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> in my entire life. Like, it, it, do celebrities not know what optics are? Mm. And I understand Tori knows what optics are because he's doing a whole lot of good stuff right now. Mm. <laughs> like this nigga said, he's gonna pay for uh, single mothers or some shit. Like he said yeah. something about how he's gonna pay for people education, mm. a whole bunch of different shit. 
You and everybody in the shade room comments was like, nigga, you shot a black woman. <laughs> How about you apologize about, to her? Uh, yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, man. And then now you announce uh, probably the worst timing of your yeah. life. Considering, you know why it's even like it makes it worse for me? These nine to ten songs that they're going to be releasing, we're done. Mm. They didn't. They could have released this pre-quarantine. And yet, now... They waited. Yeah. Now is when it wants to... Add. Chris Brown, listen. I think it comes to a point where you realize every time domestic violence in celebrity world is brought up, you your name is going to get brought it? up, you might as well just say fuck whatever optics yeah. are happening. Because it doesn't matter what you do. You're damned if you do. You're damned if, damned you, don't. if you don't. I mean, people mm. probably be like, Yo, you know what would be the funniest album? Chris Brown and Tory Lanez, and they're like, "Yeah, let's fine. do it. Let's this do is it. My let's troll. Can you approve that. Let's troll these guys. Who is this the A&R? I mean, beyond like them being literally a collabo trigger album, uh, I'm so mad at this because I know it's gonna be good. Yeah, that's and what. That, like, they're even gonna this, have Trey songs on there too, bro. I have. Oh I had gosh. to. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm putting together this YouTube video, right? And in doing so. I had to listen to some of these albums, right? From people in their most problematic stages and the, the work that they've produced from that. And I don't know if toxicity is a byproduct of talent or if talent is a byproduct of toxicity, but man, them shit is linked. And when it's happening, the, the art is strong. <laughs> like Trey songs was accused of sexually assault and, and like basically kidnapping. Mm. And dropped probably the best album I've heard since Trey Day. Tory Lanez drops Daystar. Still haven't heard a single song from it, but apparently... It's good. It's the best things he's apparently. ever rapped Allegedly, in his life. I Listen, normally the, the bullshit that men commit happens when they're at top confidence. You know, when they're, they're, they have a sense of confidence that's just beyond their their own sanity and mm-hmm. they do some bullshit out of pocket shit because they're just that confident and that makes them come yeah it's the entitlement it's the entitlement it's that gets entitlement. a lot of them in trouble but it's the entitlement for me it's it's there's something about them being in that that hole that brings it's almost like it brings back that hunger of that first album when you were like yo who is this mm. it's almost like they're back to that stage in their minds and so I now fight i fight have back. to fucking produce some shit that's just out of this world, like undeniable. I have to R. Kelly ignition this shit. Well, yeah, really and truly, like, because, oh my God. That's essentially what's happening. R. Kelly just gave us fucking hit, gave us hits. The accusations gave us a hit. Tape comes out, gave us 10 hits. Another accusation, he was so confident. Giving you the hits. He was confident that or he can scared. get away with all this shit. Well, confidence too, okay. but he's definitely scared. And I feel like that fear. Match with the art when you're actually a talented person brings out the best, which is fucking insane and so infuriating. I will play you guys a snippet that Tory Lanez will not be paid for <laughs> of this guy performing his newest album live. Listen to this song. Oh, I hate fucking athletes. I couldn't keep it classy. Bitch, I was way too flashy. You found this nigga wealthy. He gets more paper than me. Honestly, I'm embarrassed. Booked the one way to Paris. Cause when it get like this, I need distance. I'm on a 12 hour flight with just my feelings. It can get like this in an instant. 
mad that he's that good. Uh, doesn't he's this good. piss you off, so bro? Mad he's so good. He's so good at songwriting. And then on top of that, this song in particular, I've never heard Tori sing like ever be on a track heartbroken. Like for real, for real. Mm. Like you can hear pain in this nigga's voice. Does he fuck you like I did? <laughs> Does he suck? I'm on a 12 hour fight with just my feelings. Aww. This is honesty and transparency on a different level that I've seen from him, and I can't even fucking indulge. Do you know how annoying uh, that is? What's wrong with you niggas? <laughs> like, I be asking that all the time. <laughs> no. This is Alicia's number one question. What's wrong with y'all niggas? Oh my goodness. Be disappointing. Left, right, and stuff. It is know? infuriating. And I really, yo, I really want this Amen. to be done and over with because especially the, the people who are still like, oh, well, we don't know. So mm -hmm. we're still going to fucking, you yeah. know, do whatever. I see it coming back more and more. Blogs aren't afraid to post Tori anymore. There's no fear there. No. Mm. Shade Room posted something about him and was like, no, it wasn't Shade Room. It was another really big gossip page or blog page. And was saying something like, so like, it was like nothing had happened. Mm. It was a question that they posed that like nothing had happened. Like he wasn't on trial for anything right now. When do you think <laughs> the streaming services are going to start adding his songs back to playlisting? Oh, very soon. You think? He's dropping nonstop music. Since this has happened, he has dropped three projects. I think it's three projects. Daystar, really? Playboy. And I think there was another one he snuck in there with like four songs or something like that. I wouldn't know. Don't quote me on that. But... The man is just nonstop with the music right now. And if you think he's going to stop with a court case possibly pending where he could possibly go in jail. Mm. Listen, when Lil Wayne knew he was going to jail, that he man shot nine music off. videos in one day. Yeah. Nine music videos in one day. Made sure all the music was set up, lined up to come out when he was in jail mm -hmm. so that niggas can still eat. You have a team to provide for. You have family to provide for. He had a great digital strategy, too, while he was in jail because that's when Karen Silva started working with him. Yep. And they had the, like, letters to Wheezy to or Weezy, whatever. Yep. I don't remember what it was called. And, like, they really started giving him a digital footprint mm -hmm. other than, obviously, music videos. Because he was in like there at the, at the one of the worst times. Mm -hmm. Turn to social media is coming. And mm -hmm. Lil Wayne's in the bin. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst time for you to be out. You know what I mean? Especially when you created mm -hmm. three quarters of these internet babies. Mm. With Soldier Boy creating the other quarter. Oh. <laughs> Big Draco. Um, hey man, his recent rant. <laughs> bro, listen. Niggas really need to start putting respect on his name. Because it's actually and like... I'm an idiot. On, on Soldier Boy's name. For sure. That nigga is... Uh, like, what listen. I mean... Champion Soldier Boy, okay? I champion DeAndre Way. I've been <laughs> rocking with him since uh what? Oh, I've been rocking with him before, but mm. when I was on Twitter, he was the first person, like celebrity that like retweeted me and shit like that because I had said I was like my Twitter crush. Remember how I used to do like hashtag Twitter crush? Oh yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. my Twitter crush is DeAndre Way. I love me some him. <laughs> This nigga that explains is, the belt and the glasses. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was inspired by she had the DeAndre. white frames. <laughs> yup. Um, 
But the point is, is that he's a genius yep. and he invented anything that has to do with the internet. FaceTime. He was really the person. Yes, because he had like, wasn't an app or something like that. He had his own. Uh, yeah, kiss, he's saying kiss me through the phone. Oh. <laughs> he didn't invent FaceTime. Star Trek did FaceTime like yeah. years ago. Okay. Back to the Future did no, but, FaceTime. But the point is, is that he was so digitally like ahead of the time because he yeah. was the one that really had a developed artist website right where it was just like yep. you would go on there and it was super, Boy, interac com. super interactive he was always on twitter doing his thing and he was probably one of the most like followed at the time yep. you know one thing that um, he did on that site that was really good is he'd post because that's when youtube started um coming into fruition or whatever mm -hmm. and he would post uh oh no i think he might have done the first dance challenge no, but I'm, yeah. Because he had the Soldier Boy dance challenge and he would post everybody that participated. Every single person mm -hmm. was on the website at some yeah. point. Yeah. So he would create these dances that everybody would do Bird and walk. learn, whatever. So he eventually had, uh, he's the reason why we have TikTok today, for real. Facts. Um, he was so into YouTube and stuff like that. He used to be on Ustream all the time. So that's like the original Twitch that people yep. be forgetting yep. about. Yep. Like he this, was the king of Ustream. Like, absolutely. I remember him and Drake. Tiana Taylor. I used to watch them all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Tiana Taylor kind of, kind of built her brand on their low key after the Super Sweet 16 thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that's where she would, she would show off the newest ice cream stuff. Yeah, she would show off all her sneakers because Jordan was giving her like all the sneakers and stuff like that. So. Pharrell she'd bring on mm -hmm. there. I remember Soldier Boy had Drake, Trey Songs, Bow Wow in the room mm -hmm. at one time. I remember she was talking about like, she used to talk about her first love and I don't know if you guys remember this, she used to date Brandon Jennings. Yep. Um. So like the beginning of that situation and relationship and then like when he took her virginity because that was a big thing. She was a virgin for mm. like long, you know. And I remember she talked about that now and like was crying freak. it on. <laughs> you listen, I heard some things. <laughs> yeah, I heard some things too. Listen, we all heard some he's things. industry be talking. Yeah, Tiana, what's so, hey, Tiana man, Taylor. She a demon, mm. demon, demon. Mm. Yo, <laughs> yeah. I would love to be a fly on the wall. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely, Soldier Boy, like needs his flowers man. absolutely and uh, don't let it be too late i like i know the, the twitter jokes and sometimes obviously he he gets on the wrong path and you know disappoints like us and stuff like that. <laughs> well the drugs yeah like I, i'm happy hope, that he's sober right? now and he's been sober for like over a year um especially things like among us <laughs> really like helped him oh, like okay. stay on the track and just twitch yeah. in general mm. um and that's the thing man like when you're talking about celebrities branding themselves on the internet um even just all these these young boy rappers like soldier boy really set the blueprint for all you guys mm -hmm. it's it's actually kind of scary he invented catfishing which mm -hmm. is nuts soldier boy used to put soldier boy the song crank that on songs Britney Spears Toxic. Yeah. You download it, it's Soldier Boy. Um, LimeWire for LimeWire. <laughs> for LimeWire, for BearShare, for Napster. It doesn't matter where you go. It's either you get catfished with, I uh, did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> yeah. Or it was a Soldier Boy song. And it wasn't, it, like, he did it for years. It wasn't even just Crank That. It was like Bird Walk. There was a whole bunch of different songs mm -hmm. he came out with afterwards that he just would throw on different titles. But when you heard it, you were like, Shit kind of knock. Yo, who's this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, man. Shout out to Soldier Boy. Tell me. I have um, a lot more respect for him now than I did before. Because he was bubblegum rap for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Listen, I don't wrong you, man. Another pioneer in the game. 
like the auto tune father god T Pizzle. Ooh. Yeah. He, he posted it. where he missed all those bags. Oh man. Yo. <laughs> the See, amount of celebrities in this nigga DMs. You can't tell me you didn't go straight into that folder. I've been in that folder. Oh, you knew that folder. I go in there every, almost every day. <laughs> I see Bro, all y'all shit. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, shit. Let me check my folder. I'm like, cricket, cricket. I'm like, oh, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always check mine. I always because especially a lot of people who don't follow me, like they'll reply to something in my story and yeah. it'll go there. So I'm like, all right, oh, got to okay. check this now. But I'm not accepting. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, just seeing all those celebrities in his DMs, man, and mm. just the amount of Viola bags. Davis was in there. Bro, like, right? I was like, you miss Viola, niggas? I think that's what we were all stuck on. Yeah. Viola? And it wasn't even like Viola herself. It was yeah. Antoine. It was like, yeah, like, like Annette. <laughs> hey, Antoine's trying to get a hold of you. Uh. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Mm. Um, and then did you see him like link up with Jamie Foxx after? Yes. Yeah. 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 I did see that. That was. <laughs> and then I keep telling y'all. I keep telling y'all. I keep telling y'all every day. Check your motherfucking DMs and see who's in your goddamn DMs because sometimes I'm in your DMs. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it might be somebody really goddamn important. Goddamn. <laughs> Tell them I'm in your DMs. Check your goddamn damn damn DMs. Check your damn damn DMs. It might be. It might be somebody important or somebody. That's Legend alert. Okay. Legend I think that's my line. That's my line. You saying my lines? <laughs> that's legend alert. You, step, you, you stepping over my lines. This is dirty. I got to put some toothpaste on this. Somebody get me a goddamn. Yo, he's so funny, man. So funny, bro. I could listen him. Listen to him all day, bro. He I remember some sure. crazy stories. He came. He came to uh, this club called what was it? Live. People didn't know if it was called Live or Live. All right, but this club Here. was at the corner, huh? Here. Like mean? in the city here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at uh, Peter in Richmond. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, right so where that homeless shelter is, beside it. Peter in Richmond. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where the yeah. club district That used to be Fest Boutique back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Friggin', so they came. It was T-Pain, Chris Brown, and Tyga. And I was working the night. And I'm in the, the booth. And I'm not, like, I'm on the opposite side of them, but I'm hearing the conversation. Okay. And this guy's just killing the room. Like the whole night, everyone's just laughing around T Pain. And I'm just like, yo, this guy must be mad fucking cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Like, just to see their Tiger and them, like, they're doubling over laughing, just dying laughter. And this guy's just telling bare jokes. Yeah, yeah. Girls are crying, laughing. Like, it was, I was just like, this guy's incredible, man. Mm. Multi talented. Have you ever seen any of his shows? Uh, no. He has a little tech show online that on YouTube that you can see that he goes to like different, um, different, People who are in innovation for different technology, te different technological, innovative people um, that are creating things that are like out of this world. And he has a show where he goes around and just talks to them and does the things himself a lot of the times. It's really dope. Um, he is really if, like, I, I don't know. I like watching his interviews and stuff like that that he does on um, YouTube. So, yeah, he, there, I remember there's this cooking show. I don't know what the actual name of it's called, but he was one of the guests with his mom and i was just like oh i just Aww. love him i just want to hug him teddy pinder i was gonna say teddy teddy pinder um i can't believe i'm older than him <laughs> you are yeah he's not that old how old is he paying 36 he's 36 now yeah, yeah. are you sure yeah that's what he said he's like god damn it i'm only 36 man yeah <laughs> That's exactly how he talks to him. <laughs> <laughs> seeing him on twitch do you see god that twitch it. video where 35. somebody calls him a nigger 
And then he goes off and kills the whole squad you know, and talks shit the whole time. I want him all! Like he's fucking going off and he's talking shit the whole time. He's like, I told y'all I was coming for you. Did I tell y'all I was coming? Like it was crazy, man. It's so funny. Um, before we get out of here, do you guys stand up to take a wipe of your shit or do you sit down and shit? What do you do? Depending on the country you're in. Mm, I like that answer. Yes. I love that answer because some countries standard to have a bidet. And um, sometimes you just got to squat. You're standing. You can't have nothing to sit on. I mean, I'd rather a white wipe than a dry wipe. Yes. Let me tell you that much. Yes. True. Um, I bend over. Like, this is so weird Oh, yeah, you're me. a woman, so like, you can just... You just get in a bakas real quick and just wipe yeah. it up. Yeah, no, not me. Uh, <laughs> not me. It's like I'm not really standing, but I'm not also like sitting. Like you know what I mean. I got anybody sit. that wipes from the front taking a shit. Ooh, that's bad. You Back are front, a like, fucking that's really serial killer. Yeah, I, I can't trust you. Yeah, that's yeah. caveman shit. Yeah. I got cheeks, so I gotta just sit and do the lean and bop. True. I can't mm. stand if I stand up, them cheeks is touching mm. shit getting out all over the yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. I don't like when a, when the butt cheeks close. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Make that yeah. little butt cheeks peanut you know, butter sandwich. Yeah, it's like when yeah, it's like when you put the, it's like when you put the Nutella, a glove a and Nutella in a piece of toast yeah. oh. and fold it little, and then open it back out. Yeah, What's my, with you and my shit, ass is bro? Cold. <laughs> Well, we're, he brought it up. <laughs> I was just elaborating. I it you you like go it. to another level with it, okay? <laughs> no, I'm very good at finding analogies for everything. He's just a chef. I'll, I'll find He's a way. He's just a chef. To, oh my gosh! <laughs> to best describe some. Speaking of chef, me and Norm made a pizza that you guys will see in a video at a later date. How was it? It was great. It, it was, was actually mad fun. So good. Shout out to Bahamas. Shout out to Bahamas. Uh, he was very. Listen, I'll have you guys know before I know. I we even started. I block. I don't care. This guy snapped storing chairs it was pretty wild i never seen him like this yeah this guy's like where quiet because we showed set. all the topics of the pizza he's like where's the conk i was yeah. like oh this, this guy, guy is the quentin tarantino wow. of bahamas wow. okay yeah <laughs> crazy wow. guy crazy on set just <laughs> super demanding wow wow i was like i'm allergic Ooh, I'm to barbecue sauce. sauce and he's he like, my next pizza he called me a nigger once and i I honestly I had to look at him twice. That ER was very Caucasian. Very hard. It's a very Caucasian ER. Yeah, he called me Mr. Chin. <laughs> I, I was like, buddy, Mr. Chin. In AAP, stop AAPI hate. Stop. Bro. Come on. Asian man. hate. Oh my gosh. Happy Asian Pacific Heritage Month. Too bad we're not It's the Pacific Islander Month. What's Okay. <laughs> That's um, right, man. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were on a billboard this time last year. No, no, no. Remember, they ran it late, so we still got to wait for the first week of June. Mm-hmm. Snapchat, yeah, see? Mm-hmm. So what happens when you use Snapchat? You got yeah. your memories, you got yeah. your dates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can never have amnesia with Snapchat. <laughs> like, um, Gravy Gang, thank you guys so much. Patreon Always. Gang, tuning in. Gang. Obviously, mm-hmm. Patreon, if you'd like to join these guys in the chat section, which is a crazy, crazy place, especially mm-hmm. with Joella running around. Um, <laughs> what? Make sure you guys uh, tap into our Patreon. It's in all our links uh, for just anywhere that we have a link. It is there. You can sign up for $3, $5, or actually $2, $5, yeah. or $10. Um, for all the tiers, and that gets you access to the live Mm-hmm. Patreon stream. We're gonna do that extra content. We should be doing extra gravy cameo. What does that mean? You ever seen cameo? That, oh, that, the that, 
We're, hey, what's up? I'm just giving you a shout out. Blah blah blah. Well, but they like, pay you to do yeah, shout outs. They'll pay you to do like some type of shout out. Are, and we, are, send we, it. are we at that level yet? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're there yet. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's something to keep in mind for the yeah, future, yeah. for sure. You don't have to no, do it no, for that much. No, we could do it to be like, we'll oh, we've break. kind of already did no, it. What am I saying? No, you could do stuff like, we'll break up for it. Like, we'll break up with your. Oh, you stuff like you know shit that'd like that. That'd be funny you know? as fuck. We'll, we'll call your, we'll call somebody and say, "Go suck your, your mother." mother. Yeah, you know, remember we sang candy. "Happy Birthday" at the live show last That's January. Right, we did. We, sang, we did a whole did. "Happy Birthday" video for somebody. So we already doing this. We on that level. Hey, look at this. <laughs> look at this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We want to thank yes, again, Chantel. For, for Chantal Hyde, sorry, Chantal life Hyde. coach and relationship with a niche in relationships. Uh, mm. We want to thank her Canadian so much. Canadian dating coach? Canada's dating oh, coach. Canada's Make dating sure coach. you guys check her out on Instagram, on TikTok, and not on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, man, she dropped some gems. If you didn't hear them, go back, check them out. Uh, mm. And thank you guys so much for tuning in Absolutely. another week. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And that was the Extra Gravy. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 